2: Now folks, you are about to witness the most amazing. The most astounding living monstrosity of all
3: time.
1: Yeah, that's right bow sucker. Yeah. Bow
2: down to your master. You are the man.
0: You are the man. Can you dig it? morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Listen online. The website that rocks, kmod.com. Past shows are available on iTunes. Search under BMMS. Listen with your cell phone. Get the iHeartRadio app. Available from the App Store of your cell phone provider. More on that at iHeartRadio.com. And we're on Facebook. Facebook.com slash BMMS69. That's where you can hang out with us each and every day. Good morning, Sam.
4: Good morning, Corby. Good morning, Gimpy. Good morning. We got
0: tickets to Tool. That'll be at the BoK Center tomorrow night. Be listening for that giveaway at 730. I'd like to think I made it really challenging today. So we'll see. We've got best and worst of the weekend. What's the best thing that happened to you this weekend? And the worst thing that happened to you this weekend uh, we've, of course, got our listeners are awesome. Jeff Hensley's going to join us. So if you just got, you know, discovered that it's over for you, you're going to need somebody to help you in the relationship department when it comes to settling the financial and business matters of your relationship. Maybe you're like, I swear we were married. Or you're like, she says we were married, but we weren't. <laughs> Jeff can help with all that, so he'll be in. You can email your question ahead of time to me at show at KMOD.com. We'll make sure we ask him when he's in the studio. If you'd like to ask him yourself, I don't want to share my details with you, Corbin, then that's fine, too. He'll be in at 9 for that. We're going to be out live today at Lady Jane's Haircuts for Men. That's at 101st and Memorial. From 5 to 7, free haircuts. You scraggly Dirty-looking man. I'm, I'm just you're in my direction, Gibby. Uh-huh. If you need a haircut, this is the time to get it. Why not check out Lady Jane's or visit Lady Jane's haircuts for men? It's the grand opening tonight, 101st Memorial, right in front of that Target, uh, from five to seven. So we will be out there during that time, and you can go ahead and get what? your get your cleaned-up look. I always feel, uh, I'll, okay, I'll admit this. I always feel, and I never feel this way. Sexy after a haircut. Well, yeah. It's
5: a fresh new look. I mean, because like I don't know about you. I'll go sometimes a month. Yeah. But before I get a haircut or whatever, whether it's, you know, money or just time scheduling, whatever. So at the end of that month, I'm
0: looking rough. Yeah.
5: So you get it all knocked off, get it all whacked off. You feel like a
4: brand new person,
5: man.
0: I I feel like every time I do it, I go, why am I not doing this more? (laughs) Yeah, right?
4: And you, are you on a schedule? Like you go every two weeks? No. Oh, okay. I thought you were. Just whenever no. a little
0: strangling. I tried that and I was like, uh, do I don't need one yet? <laughs> yeah. And and here's the thing. Guys like to go, oh, I go to a barber. Mm-hmm. And then unknowingly, they're now paying as much as a salon. For oh, real, man. Make fun of these ladies
5: all the time. You spent $100 to get your hair done. Bitch, I just did too.
0: Yeah. Get my hair done. Barbershops no. have gotten a little ridiculous. They have.
5: But it's such awesome deal, I man. Because they shave, they trim everything. Yeah, but that's, that's
0: what they do at Lady Jane's Haircuts for Men, actually. So why spend all that money when you don't
5: have...
4: Starting
0: to? at $14. Hell yeah. Or free today from five <laughs> to seven.
4: I feel like a prince. Yeah.
0: Uh... <laughs> Have you? So there's this. Okay. Going through divorce, there's always animosity, right? Mm-hmm. For sure. Always. Well, this guy got so pissed about his divorce with his wife or wanted retribution that he tried to foil her career. Uh oh. And she just happens to be a politician.
4: Oh.
0: And so he basically throws out there that. She had an extramarital affair, but he wasn't being honest. He had an ex. They were having, they were a thruple. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but he was throwing shade, (laughs) and that didn't get enough attention. So then he's like, I got photos, post photos. Mm -hmm. That still doesn't get enough attention. Then he's like, oh, she, the other girl is. Someone that works for her or worked for her at a time in her office, her political office. Now she has resigned because she's like, ah, damn it. <laughs> now, whatever. But I, I don't want it to be about her political party or any of that stuff. I'm just trying to point out that what a dick. He, right?
4: He's like, oh, that didn't get you enough attention? Well, how about this? Still nothing? Okay. And Oh, well, how about this then?
0: <laughs> just continue to just pour it on like, I'm going to ruin your life. You never win in that. It's a short-term victory. Yeah. Like, she retired. He won. He smeared her name bad. Bad. Yeah. But ultimately, you're you, when you do that, you have to be careful, right? Because you ultimately start looking like a douchebag. Yeah. She says they got divorced because he was abusive. And the way he's acting, <laughs> <laughs>
5: not exactly having it. He
0: says that she didn't um when she was became distant when she became a politician mm-hmm. and was like why don't you stay home and be the dad while i advance my career like like almost like in a negative bitter way he he put po- he put that in the divorce papers Holy right bitch it totally hi- then then first of all shut up mm-hmm. you know how many women do that yeah. like shut up and if you don't like it then go to work and hire a nanny stupid
4: Right? And if he was part of a throuple, then how is that? I mean, you were a willing party, too, then, so how are you mad?
0: Because they're getting divorced.
4: But that's what I'm saying. That doesn't make sense. You were aware if it was a throuple.
0: I think that's the excuse. I don't think that he's really mad. I think he's using that as a reason to get back at her. Hmm. It has zero to do with that it was a real thing. He just
4: wanted to tell other people? He wanted
0: revenge. No, he wanted revenge. He didn't care.
5: I want you to
0: hurt like I hurt. Yeah, that's exactly what
5: that is. So he can't think of anything else. So what's he do? He ruins this woman's good name, gets her out of politics, politics or whatever, and and now she's got to go and be a cashier at the Walmart.
0: Like, she is well, no, he's, yeah, no, that's no, what he's no. Hoping for anyway. No, mm. no. She's gonna work at a company. Yeah, for sure. Someone's gonna want to snatch her up because like, that's gonna go. And mm-hmm. I don't care. I personally don't care. The problem I have a pro that I think is not cool is it was someone that worked for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that is clearly not okay. I, regardless if it's a lesbian relationship,
5: did she really work for her or yes. was it just one of the things that he had said? Because
0: you know people no just she make really stuff. Up. No, she yeah. really worked. She really worked under her <laughs> in more ways than one. <laughs> yeah. And so the photo they put po- that I saw, and maybe there are others, is she's naked. <sighs> And she's brushing... Yeah. Is it she- really not worth looking? <laughs> <It's> not. <laughs> and so she's brushing the other woman's hair who's clothed. Yeah. So you really don't weird. even see... It.
3: Yeah. That is weird. One,
0: why that photo? <laughs> if you're going to snap a photo of your throupleness, mm-hmm. why that?
2: Right.
4: That's kind of strange to have somebody <laughs> brushing your hair
0: naked while you're clothed. It's uh, It's not <laughs> uncommon. I mean, I don't think it's that... It's not... It on um, optically, it looks bizarre. <laughs> it's a little strange, but it's not uncommon. <laughs> but if you just got done banging or whatever, and she's got to leave, and you're like, Well, you brush my hair, you go, Okay, I'm already naked. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you're staying in it's bed. It's
4: a weird moment to then capture with forever. A, yeah, with a photo. It's, it's not a Kodak strange. moment. Yeah, yeah. that's right. very strange. Even if that did happen all that way, that's weird. I'd be like, Why the F are you taking a picture of this? Weirdo. <laughs>
0: Taking photo, The whole behavior of taking photos if you don't have children is fascinating to me because how many people go back and look at their photos? Do you know how many photos you have on your phone, Sam? Uh,
4: 8,000. Jeez Louise. I do. I have a ton.
0: 8,000. And how many times have you looked at oh, a 16th of them?
4: I mean... Not often. I just the only reason I know that is because my storage was full, so they let me know I was used. I was taking pictures, and I was like, "Oh, I've got you know whatever full phone, so I had to go through and delete some." Like, why did I need 15 photos of a concert? Like, oh, I caught this laser better than I did in the previous photo. Like, there's no reason for that. Yeah,
0: you never go back and look at them. Occasionally, maybe if someone asks you, mm-hmm. you'll go, "Oh yeah, I think I have a photo of that." But most of the time, it gets caught up with screen grabs and everything else. And you're like, why do I have a picture of macaroni and cheese? Yeah. (laughs) Busted
5: with some damn good macaroni and cheese. (laughs) Or this tweet.
0: I don't know.
4: Uh, Why that was important. Yeah, why did I save this? Or the million times that I accidentally take a picture of my, you know, screenshot, my alarm or whatever that's on.
0: (laughs) You take a screenshot of your alarm?
4: I'll be trying to turn it off and I'll sometimes just take a photo of it. So I've got a bunch of pictures of nothing. It's just of my screen. I do that
0: all the time. Yeah. And so this may be one of those that maybe he didn't mean to take it. Mm -hmm. But I highly doubt she was like, "Ooh, get her picture of me combing her hair.
4: (laughs) Yeah, that's so weird.
0: It's totally weird. All of it's weird. All of it is weird. She should totally have to resign from politics Mm -hmm. because she hired someone uh, that she was having sex with someone that was hired underneath her. Right. That's not cool. I don't care who you are. Mm -hmm. I think that's not. Smart. And then the other part is just him being a dick. She clearly needs Jeff Hensley, who will be here at nine. If you'd like to.
4: Absolutely. If you're going through the same thing.
0: <laughs> There's other ways to get revenge against your partner, your ex partner, or soon to be ex partner. Like. Lose weight,
4: <laughs> get that revenge body. Right, bang her go. sister, <laughs> right,
0: or her best friend. I'm just saying, right.
4: Because now there goes your income when you guys are fighting in your divorce. Now, <laughs> yeah. Now there she's lost her paycheck. No, right. Of support you're getting you. no
0: alimony now yep. as a stay-at-home dad. Yep. You're dumb. There, you're a dummy.
4: There goes your spousal support, sir.
0: And here's the biggest one, and it costs no money at all. Just be happy. Like, that will totally salt in the wound. Like, literally, they will hate it. Because at some point, they're going to go snooping. Mm-hmm. And when they see that you're happy on vacation at Disneyland or at the local fair or, you know, <laughs> hugging this new woman or new man, oh, my gosh.
4: Updating your new Facebook status. Oh, my gosh. Divorce to... Oh, it's happy complicated. As S. Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> it'll be a game changer, right? Mm-hmm. That's one that you're like, mm-hmm. then they will never look again.
4: Even if you are happy to still see your ex happy, it'll piss you off. <laughs> just yeah, you, you could feel be like totally
0: a lady. You're totally yeah, right.
4: Yeah, you could. I could love my life, and then you see whatever one of your friend's friend liked the photo of them kissing somebody else, and you're like, f them. Even if you're happy, because you just think that person's a bad person and they should never be happy ever again.
0: Yeah, that's way better, I mm-hmm. think, than getting them to lose their job.
4: Yes. And again, their income.
0: One of my favorite terms right now is that one, The you know, getting them fired from their job gets a little splashback on you. A little bit. A little bit. Right? You, you get the mess on you. Yeah. You let them yeah. just wallow in their own filth. Yes. Yeah, let, them, own
5: misery. let them deal with it. But
0: now you're a part of it. You are awesome. not any, you're not innocent for sure. No. When you could just go on and be happy and ignore them. A term I like a lot right now, just be boring. There you go. Because if you're just boring, then they got. there's nothing they can do. But instead, you had to let your ego get in the way, you asshole. <laughs> well, if I'm going to have anything, she can't have anything.
4: Great. Now we're both broke. Thank you. <laughs> right, because
0: you're talking at least 60 to 90 days of getting a job, I would think.
4: Oh yeah. Yeah, and like whatever you had lined up, like uh, you now you didn't plan to not have that money, so it's not like hey we're planning to not have a right, job it came for out three of nowhere. Yeah, so you still have bills that are due. You know, next week oh, you're like God. f I don't have an income now.
0: I hate drama. (laughs)
4: That's a lot of drama. I love
0: it for the show, but (laughs) I hate it for personal life. Uh, Speaking of your personal life, we want to make your ex jealous because we might send you to Tool. So make sure you're listening at 730 for that. We're going to do best and worst of the weekend, which the three of us had a stellar weekend. So we'll explain all that coming up, and we'll be back.
6: You're listening to the Big Mad Morning Show. This is Tulsa's Morning Show, 97.5 (laughs) KMOG.
0: Good morning, it's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. News Quickies are stories you may have missed in the news. Let's get them going. It's time for News Quickies, world news,
5: local news, and news that just makes you say, what the f***? Now here's Corbin, Gimpy and Sam to fill you in on what's going on. News Quickies from the Big Man Morning Show in 97.5 KMOD.
4: Woman texted father's number every day after he died and gets a response. So Aww. for four years, he died four years ago. And every day since then, she's been texting this his number to give him updates just to be like, hey, dad, I miss you. And so it was his four year anniversary on Thursday. So the night before the four year anniversary. She texted and said, Hey, dad, it's me. Tomorrow's going to be a tough day. And she goes on to tell him about her beating cancer about her fears of walking down the aisle without him told him that she got her heart broken. talks about her mom and like is this big long text of an update and how hard it's been since he's been gone. Well, This guy texts back and told her that his daughter died in 2014 from a car accident and that he has been getting all of her text messages and he said that he felt like she was his angel because those text messages kept him alive and he didn't text her back for that four years because he didn't want to freak her out and he didn't want to break her heart. And so he just decided since it's that four year anniversary to finally respond to her. And so, um, she put it online and it has since gone viral cause it's super sweet. And she says things like, uh, I wish that my daughter could become the woman you are. And I'm so proud of you. It's very, it's very lovely.
0: Did you read the message?
4: Yeah, he
0: lost his daughter. They just—that's what I said in twenty four They 24- just hap, they just hap chance. Yeah, like statistically, the odds of that are insane. Yeah, in
4: 2014. like he treated
0: it like it was his daughter texting him.
4: Yep, and that's why he said, "Oh my god, that I, you saved my life because all those text messages he got them every day kept him alive to read those messages." And how happy it made him. That's cool. Oh,
1: it's,
0: yeah, it's have you texted so your dad? Have you texted your dad's phone?
4: No. Because I got his phone turned off. So
0: Yeah, but she didn't. I mean, she, it's kind of the same thing, right? She didn't know. Yeah, but. You never know.
4: I mean, th- I think that's why True. it it took me so long. And we had that conversation about it because yeah. I would be devastated um, if somebody was like, who this Or it was something like that. Why would you be devastated? <laughs> like, you know, it's a possibility. <laughs> because that's what I don't want. I don't want that moment of it not being my dad. So that's why I kept it on for six months and continued to pay it for, I think it was more like nine months, maybe. Yeah, continue to pay it because yeah. I didn't. I didn't want that to happen.
0: That's crazy, isn't that mm-hmm. nuts? Yeah, that's crazy
4: and super duper sweet.
0: What if they become friends and start banging? Oh no! yeah they could. They could. No, they could. No! No, they could. Yeah, absolutely, they could. Daddy hey, let's vibes. meet up for
5: lunch sometime. You know, we've been. Te- you've been texting me for four years. Let's just. You know, you've kept me alive. Let's get yeah. together
0: and just kind of hang out. I want to meet the person I've been talking to, now, or at least you know, been peering on. Now more than ever. Daughters are closer to age than their fathers than ever before. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's not
4: crazy. No. Mm -hmm. Yuck. She
0: makes him feel good. Mm -hmm. He makes her feel
4: good. No, he sees his daughter in her.
0: No, 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 a- no! He hasn't seen her, so he doesn't know.
4: <laughs> yuck!
0: Now they're gonna start exchanging pictures. Yuck. Yeah. <laughs> see if he remind me of your daughter.
5: Now. How is that
4: yuck? <laughs> Cause he looks not at incest. her in a fatherly way. He- For now. Yeah. For now, she'll be so
0: calling him daddy later. There no, are there no. are so, and Gimpy's got an excellent point. There are some girls that see their partners in a fatherly way yeah. and sexually, and also just like paternally, like to take care of them. Those girls have issues. Thank God.
4: Kimby's like I yes. love those girls. <laughs> yes,
5: he does. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> uh, Samsung space selfie satellite crashes in a couple's yard. Uh, this happens up in Michigan, where Nancy Welkie and her old man Dan they're about to go let the horses out on Saturday. When they heard a loud bang out in their yard, so they go outside check it out, see what's happening, and that's where they see this metal contraption that was labeled Samsung Space Selfie in their yard, a little parachute tangled up in the trees next to it, okay? Uh, Apparently, there's a box that's attached to this here satellite that contained two cameras and a Samsung cell phone. This is a European project of sorts. They say that uh, it allows people to send their selfies into space (laughs) and be combined with a picture of the Earth. I'll get it. Uh, Nonetheless, so this comes crashing down. They called 911. Some Samsung representatives came and collected the satellite and all the debris that came with it. They released a statement later on that said earlier today, Samsung's European space selfie balloon came back down to Earth. And during this planned descent, the balloon uh descent of the balloon to land in the u.s weather conditions blew it off course and it landed in the selected rural area we apologize for any inconvenience that this may have caused
4: so i'm confused it it allows people to send a selfie to this satellite
5: no into space i don't know how it it's works not in space
0: if well, it not has anymore. a parachute well, not anymore clearly thank <laughs> you it has a parachute so it's not in space
5: well it has to come you know when it comes back down to earth you can't just let it plummet. You have to slow it down somehow. But that's, that's what why data the does, attached.
4: right? That's what data does, anyways. It sends something to space to come back.
0: Science. I don't know how it works. I'm just reading the story. Right. No, I get it. You don't care. Um, the the pi- best one is the photo. I'm going to put it in here. The photo of them uh, standing next to it, like they're at, like you know, a monument or something. You've <laughs> got to see this picture. <laughs> it's fantastic. Of them just like grinning, like standing next to it like. <laughs> Here it is in our yard. That is here's awesome. The fo- here's the photo of us at the Lincoln Memorial. Here's us in Oklahoma City. Here's us at the Blue Whale. And here's when the satellite crashed in our yard.
4: God damn it, Lee, smile. Like the, the old farmer and the yeah. lady.
0: Oh, my God, that is that is amazing. That is spectacular. That's awesome. I, I, I say this all the time. Gender reveals are stupid. Mm -hmm. Woman killed after gender reveal party goes wrong. So a woman is dead after a gender reveal party went wrong after what I can only speculate. They use tanninite to decide what or to discover what the gender of their baby is. There was an explosion and some debris flew towards the crowd, apparently, and a 56-year-old woman was pronounced dead at the scene. They say the investigation found that the woman was hit by a piece of flying debris from the explosion that was part of the gender reveal announcement.
3: Circle of life,
4: man. We've got one coming, one's got to go. Final
0: destination. <laughs> no way. 56 is way too young. That's God, crazy. Stop that's- doing
5: this. Right? People are dying now because of People it. People are dying. It's time that we give the gender You're reveal so a break. so
4: selfish.
0: Right. Just so you can... What, have an awesome Facebook message? Yeah. And right. here's the part that's the most disturbing of this whole story. And I tried to find three or four different versions of the story mm-hmm. to get the answer to this. Is I still don't know what it was. So the whole point <laughs> of what you were doing got lost. Right.
4: That's amazing.
5: When, when somebody dies, I mean, that's kind of, you know, good ground. I to- <laughs> think it's an important
4: part of the story. Oh, but that's true. What are they supposed to say at the end? By the way, it's a girl.
0: Right, exactly. <laughs> no, you put it. you do it a little more subtly like when they discovered it was a girl. The thing exploded. Debris hit the lady. Like, you could be a little more tongue-in-cheek about the delivery of information. It is an important part of the story. (laughs) It's like if you rob a bank, you want to know how much money they took.
4: They need to say the blue or pink piece of debris killed this woman. Yes. (laughs) It was all covered
5: up. The blue and pink was covered with red blood, so they couldn't tell what it was. Uh,
0: All these stories are on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash bmms69.
6: Tulsa's Morning Show is coming right back.
0: Good morning, it's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Join us on the line. From 1430, the buzz is pop. Good morning, sir. Hey, good morning. How are you feeling? I'm doing bitter uh, pretty good, all things considered. I got to be honest, this isn't what we were going to talk about, but the Chiefs game last night, I, would, I texted you earlier like, this is not going to look good, like this is going to be bad, and I got to be I thought it went better. I'm okay with that loss. Matt Moore looked great. He had a great passer yeah. rating for the night, or I'm sorry, QB rating for the night. Uh, it, I mean, you're just playing against one of the best quarterbacks of all time. What are you going to do?
7: Yeah, I, I, I was surprised by it. I mean, that list of guys that was out, I mean, those are those are impact players for the chiefs. Did I think that it would look like that? No, but I think that last night's a prime example of why we watch, because you just never know. Yeah. You never know who's going to step up in a moment like that. Now, they're, what, 5-3 and three now? Right. That next week doesn't get any easier. Minnesota's pretty good. Uh, I don't know if Mahomes will be back or not. There'll be another week of this speculation when they should just let him heal up, because you're going to win the division, I mean, you're you're clearly the best team there. The next best team is the Raiders, and that's not saying much. Can they still um, go to the Super Bowl? Oh, yeah, yeah. They can still go. Uh, you just you, – you have to kiss home field advantage probably goodbye. If – at some point, you're not going to go – you're not going to make this magical run on the rest of the season, right, Corbin, and win out. So home field's probably gone. What, the Patriots are going to lose once or twice at, at most yeah. this year. So now you just go win the division, get a home game and play your best football towards the end of the year. That's the only thing you can hope for.
0: We were going to talk about college football, but I want yeah, to, I, I, we, well, we have to watch our time, but I wanted to bring up the, the Browns are so, Freddie Kitchens is so bad. You don't, why literally this happened. There was a bad play. It looked like maybe something wasn't accurate. a possible challenging opportunity, and the announcer's like, nah, that's clearly not worth challenging. There's no way they're going to challenge, and they started moving on, and then all of a sudden, Freddie Kitchens challenges it, and yeah, it was a waste of a challenge, and apparently, they was, did they say 0-12 or 0-22 in challenges? He is just so far in over his head, and you can almost sense the frustration on Baker Mayfield. There's some of that
7: that you wonder – You have to have someone in the box that's paying attention to that stuff from the Browns coaching staff. So someone has to be in Freddie's ear telling him, hey, you probably need to look at this. Or Freddie's just stubborn and decides to do it on his own. That's really how that works. He's won no challenges, so he's got to be stubborn. he's, He's looking at it on the video board, which they do. Uh, but you need to have someone that with a fresh set of eyes on it up in the booth. So I just wonder how that communication goes. But, yeah, it's not good. But that's what happens when you get desperate, though. When you start getting desperate for wins, you do desperate things in order to try to stem the tide of negativity that is just rolling over your team. And you see it every single week at every level. And Freddie Kitchens and the Browns right now are in the middle of that. I don't know what, get it, what gets it turned around other than, one, you've got to learn how to just be a head coach, not try to call plays and do everything at the same time. It's uh, Now the Browns, though, I, I already see it. Browns are into the weak part of their schedule, you watch, they're going to finish with like nine wins, maybe ten if things happen properly, but more than likely nine, maybe sneak into the playoffs and everyone will be like, oh, it's fine, they went on this winning streak. That's because their schedule is so much easier now, the hardest part of it's over with.
0: I, I If they sneak into the, into the uh, if they sneak their way in, I'm going to be shocked because if they play like that, with the number of penalties that they had during that game, like that—that yeah. that, that was unbelievable. They—they—they they, they are atrocious. When you watch it, you go, "Wow, they won two games. How? It, It's—they're <laughs> really bad. Penalties alone is just nearly a hundred yards in penalties. It's—I've—I I've sympathize for Browns fans. That sucks, man. Like they had all this hope. And they're in the same boat as Cincinnati and Miami, like they're not good.
7: Yeah, you got to feel beat down because even the old time Browns fans that allowed themselves to feel this summer, because most of them they don't have feelings because they just it's just been kicked out of them for so long, and they it was like the Grinch, their heart grew this summer three times bigger and they started to actually believe like oh this could this could actually happen and now there's no chance in hell they'll ever get any amount of feelings back in their in their lives ever again because they're the same old browns it's 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 really sad
0: yeah it's it's it was amazing watching that happen all day yesterday and and the patriots looked good but they didn't look amazing they looked like yeah. they were struggling as well and the browns being in last place I'm sorry, they're second to last. But you're right; that division's a mess between the Ravens and Steelers. Steelers two and four, Browns two and five, Bengals zero and eight. Like. That is not yep. a good
7: division. Yeah, Baltimore is clearly the best team in that division. So maybe the Browns won't sneak in. Who knows? It depends on how the rest of the uh, how the season goes.
0: Yeah, and college football also was crazy. OU, of course, losing now an eight percent chance of winning, uh, the going to the national championship and winning, and that's that's not amazing. They're in second place in the Big Twelve, which sounds crazy too. But with Baylor killing it right now, that's that's what they're up against.
7: Yeah, and Oklahoma goes to Baylor. They have an off week this week, so you'll hear two straight weeks of all this chatter about how bad Oklahoma was, but a combination of things happen. Kansas State holds the ball for 38 minutes in that game. OU defense can't get off the field. Kansas State scores on eight straight possessions. You have a player get kicked out because of a dumb play did you have another one of your safeties get hurt and he leaves it was just the the combination and Kansas State's a team that that attacked you in areas that you haven't been attacked yet especially on the perimeter and next thing you know, you roll out of there in a place where people thought that you were just going to roll to a victory and you've got your first loss. And then you go play maybe the best team or at least the big surprise team in the next game at Baylor. Yeah, it's it's difficult right now for Oklahoma. They can still win every game that's left on their schedule, but no one thought that they would be in this position that they're in now. And they, by the way, they fell to 10th in the AEP poll that was released yesterday. So um, people should be worried about... Big 12 championships before you even worry about the college football semifinal because you got uh, larger things to worry about right now. That was an ugly, ugly loss.
0: I want to. I hate to go back to this, but from what I understand, the rule to be, you can't be blocked into a kick and be considered that a touch, and that that should have been ruled oh, OU ball. Is that it, right?
7: It probably it, it, the way that they ruled it. The way that they ruled it, they applied a rule. Um, that probably shouldn't have been. It more than likely should have been Oklahoma's ball. But don't get caught up in that. You will drive yourself nuts if you're a Sooner fan and you're like, "That's why we lost." No, that ain't why you lost, bro. That's not why you lost. Yeah, it was. It was unfortunate, but uh, they got in touch with the Big Twelve offense. They they were on the horn with them in the replay booth, and the ruling came down. Um, but yeah, they didn't. They, Feel that there was sufficient evidence to uh, bring a specific rule into play but we'll talk more about that later this afternoon don't get caught up in that You'll drag yourself nuts <laughs> don't take the bait. ball yeah that's Boston to the wall sports jeremy poplin 97.5 kmod all
5: right stupid corporate cram down right now they're forcing us to take a 30 second break but we'll be right back so don't go anywhere
1: with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere
0: Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 829 45 we got tool tickets we are going to give away coming up. We're going to be out live tonight from 5 to 7 at Lady Jane's Haircuts for Men at 101st Memorial. Free haircuts while we're there, so come by and get your your uh, hairs clipped, and uh, let's do best and worst of the weekend. What's the best part of the weekend and the worst part of the weekend at 918-460-KMOD? We'll start with Sam. Sam, what was the best and what was the worst?
4: The best part was definitely our One Million podcast. Um, that was... I had so much fun. I think that's one of my very favorite events that I've done ever in radio. It was fun to have everybody here. We got to, like, interact with people. We got to make jokes and hear people laugh at us, which was awesome. And I just had I had so much fun. You meant laugh
0: at us, yes? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if we were funny as opposed to like, God dang. Watching a the, the car accident.
4: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I just I had so much fun. And then the worst part of the weekend was definitely... Dealing with my mouth. I've just, I'm still in a ton of pain. When I woke up on Saturday, my one side of my face is very swollen and I, it hurts to swallow now. And I'm just struggling. My mouth hurts.
0: I'm genuinely concerned. To me, this is a critical situation because now you're looking at a month. And that's like, not okay. That's not okay.
4: Getting to, um, like, when I first started this, I never thought that. I would be here in a month, that I would still be in this much pain and it would hurt so bad. And also I got the root canals done, you know, over a week ago, week and a half ago. And I thought that this should be subsiding. So definitely like the swelling and like it feels like the underside of my tongue is bruised. I feel like I'm talking different. I am worried. I feel like this should be getting better. And it's been very hard to sleep and it just hurts. And so... It's
0: like like you've gone to Dr. Nick's dental care from The
4: Simpsons. (laughs) And and it's
0: weird. Your doctor isn't treating it critical. Yeah.
4: Well, I mean, and I've gone gone in to see him. Like he's not
0: alarmed by it.
4: Yeah. He's not alarmed.
0: Do you feel like he's alarmed by it?
4: No. I mean, and like he has said that like it was going to take a while to heal, but I should not be in so much take my breath away pain.
5: It says here that a successful root canal can cause mild pain for a few days. This temporary. This is temporary and should go away on its own as long as you practice good oral hygiene. Mm-hmm. You should. Oh, see dentist. you haven't added the hygiene part.
4: <laughs> you should
5: see your dentist for a follow up <laughs> if the pain lasts longer than three days. Oh. Well, I, days. but
4: also I had five of them done at once, so it's not the same as just that one. That doesn't make,
0: turn into fifteen
5: though. <laughs> no, still, but it's still
4: three
0: days. Yeah. I, I'm, I
4: don't know why I'm defending this, but. Because uh, my mouth has had so much work done, he said he did expect it to hurt and be sore for this long. But this, is, this isn't this is hurt. Yeah. This is pain. This hurts. I mean, this is severely painful. So, yeah, definitely dealing with that.
0: Either, okay, either you're a giant pussy, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. or th- something's not right. And I'm going to gather it's maybe somewhere in the middle, mm-hmm. right? Because you, you are sensitive to pain, mm-hmm. but... To me, this seems completely abnormal on a dangerous level. How many stories have we read where someone gets dental care done and die and dies? Yes.
4: Yeah. Especially like, I mean, and I know I I know I can be a pussy when it comes to pain. I get that. But I feel like even just touching the underside of my jaw, barely pressing hurts. And so I know that there's something.
0: Is it hot? Like when you put your hand there, is it hot
4: compared to the other side? I don't know just in
0: general just in general I
4: I I don't know because our thermometer is broken and I felt like I have have had a fever yeah and so when I checked it when I took my fever I had a 100.3 fever and then when I used it like a day and a half later it said I had 91 so I'm not sure if I have a fever or not and you can't really tell yourself Uh,
0: so you have no thermometer in your home
4: well, I thought I had one that works, but it doesn't.
0: Yeah, I think that might be a good step
4: <laughs> to get a
0: thermometer to gauge. Two, if it felt warm to the touch, uh-huh. that wasn't to determine whether you have a fever. Yeah. If you have an infection underneath the skin, sometimes the skin gets very hot. And mm-hmm. turn red and, and you would know. It wouldn't be like, I'm not sure. It would be yes or no. Yeah. you
4: touch my chin?
0: <laughs>
4: what well, if it's contagious? Only with
0: certain parts. <laughs> no, it's not that bad. Okay. Not that
5: bad. Not enough concerning. for me to be like, oh, no. Right, okay. right. Go to the urgent care now. Let, me check, again. Let me check again. Let me do check you care. have antibiotics, Sammy? No. Oh, God. Wait, I was touching
0: the wrong spot. Oh, my God.
4: Yeah, stop messing not- with me. Yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> Don't Let, do that. You know what we
0: should do? Let's just lop off your head. Well, no! I mean, okay It'll solve the problem. It'll yeah, take it, all it, you it's will also, no also longer my money be, maker. You, you, also, you will not be in pain anymore. You'll be
4: dead. God, girl. Forget the, well, I make money. You won't have a head. Well, that will solve a lot of my problems. It will, right? Your anxiety, your dental pain, right? Everything. Uh,
0: what is the best and worst of the weekend? 918-460-KMOD. Gimpy, what was the best and what was the worst? Uh, best part, just Saturday in general, of
5: course, with the uh, live podcast, live studio audience that was really cool left here Uh, went to a Halloween party over at this uh, place here in town over by Mr. Lucky's, I guess it's where a bunch of like local bikers go and hang out. It's not like a an official like bar or like clubhouse or anything. It's just like, hey, we rented the space. This is where we hang out at. I thought that was really cool. So oh, so you were at a private event. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and that was It wasn't a bar, it's a private place. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And they had beers in there, a live band. I was like, this is really cool. Saw one of our clients there, which I thought was pretty cool. Really? As well. Yeah. Yeah. And uh so did that Saturday night. Had a great time. Worst part of the weekend I think was yesterday. Yesterday was such an awesome, beautiful day, right? Mid seventies, whatever. Let's go out and play some disc golf, okay? It's October, yeah. Might as well, I'll go out there. Where are you? My brother's like, where you want to go? Let's go to Chandler Park. All right, Chandler, nice easy course. We get out there and they've got some goddamn bike race going on out there. Uh, cyclocross, apparently, is what it's called, and they're riding their bicycles, which is okay, cool. They're racing them through like the grass in the park and whatnots like that. I thought it was interesting. But upset me enough that, you know, I didn't get to play that particular park. We needed to go somewhere else. But I think that was the worst of it all in all.
0: Best and worst of the weekend, nine one eight four six zero 460 kmod Best part of the weekend. Yeah, the podcast was, was a lot of fun. It was a cool event. To get the um, news from Josie Scott about yeah. saliva was very cool. Um, and uh, just hanging out with people and, and doing that live that way was a lot of fun. Probably going to do it again, which was even more cool to think about. Yeah. Worst part of the weekend uh, would have to be my Chiefs lost. I, I, I don't think I had a worst. I've been totally lucky this weekend, so I feel very grateful for that. All right, best and worst of the weekend, nine one eight four six kmod nine one eight four six 460 kmod Best went and saw Marilyn Manson and took my boy early trunk or treating. Worst, no sleep. Uh, Sam, if you had a temperature of 91 degrees, you would be brain dead. Our bodies can't handle the seven degrees below normal. Or above. Or above. Maybe I'm a zombie. Um, Best spent all day yesterday making a big pot of chicken and sausage gumbo. Mm. Worst, been up since 2 a.m. with a sick baby. Now I got to work all day. That sucks.
4: Super sucks. Uh,
0: Not to pull up the feminist card, but I've always had a hard time getting men doctors to listen to me. Interesting. Hmm.
4: Does that happen?
0: I mean, as a, I obviously don't know what that is, but have you ever <laughs> felt like a guy doctor won't listen to you, like they discount your pain?
4: Well, yes, definitely. When, but it, that was when I was in the military, so I figured it wasn't a girl thing. It was like you are an E three thing. So I've never, I've never visited someone and been like, they're not listening to me because I'm a girl.
0: <laughs> okay. I, I, mean, I wonder if you went to a female dentist, if you would have a different experience. Hmm. hmm. That would be an interesting experiment.
4: Well, I, my dentist is like younger too. Like he's like he's younger than you? No, no, no. But like, I just, I guess I always think of dentists as like old 65 year old men. What? And he's like, yeah. And he's, he's like a, my point being is that I don't, I don't feel like he's like not listening to me like, oh, you dumb girl. You don't know anything. He seems like somebody I could have a beer with.
0: Okay. So I don't, <laughs> I don't want a 65 year old doctor mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and this is why. They've seen so much stuff, they're numb to everything, True. that they're like, you're fine. They will mm. almost discount your pain or whatever, because they've seen so much, they know it's not a big right. deal. I've
4: seen somebody missing an arm. Yeah. Settle.
0: This is nothing.
4: With your two hoods Yeah. Your TIFAs. Yeah.
0: Or they'll, they've you know, when you've done something so many, you okay? Yeah. You've done something so many times that you're like, ah, whatever. Mm-hmm. It won't be an alarm to you, or maybe it is an alarm. Mm. Yeah. That's interesting.
4: Then also, if you have a 65-year-old doctor, they also know the warning signs because they've seen somebody, they've seen so many situations that you can trust them more. You're making a giant assumption. Well.
0: Just because you you have seniority in anything. mm Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean you've seen everything.
4: No, but you've seen if, more than if, a 10-year-old doctor.
0: No, but if you are 65 years old. <laughs> well, no, like a doctor know.
4: that's been doing it for 10 years. That's what I should not say. Not necessarily.
0: <laughs> not necessarily. What if What if you are a doctor who spent 10 years in a high triage area? True. Like okay, an army versus, medic or something right. like yeah, that. Versus yeah, versus some GP. Rather, rather than a 65-year-old doctor that was in the same small town.
4: Mm-hmm. Seen a lot of colds. Yeah. All right. No, that's not That's not a bad point. Age
0: means nothing in mm-hmm. terms of experience. hmm because I know plenty of doctors that are young that are awesome. And I know plenty of older doctors that are awesome, too. It's not not being an ageist. I'm just saying you can't just make the assumption because they're older at 65. Them fingering your mouth is going to be the be- you're getting the best doctor experience. Uh, let's go to the phones for best and worst of the weekend. And Jordan is on. Hey, Jordan, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Good, man. What's the best and what's the worst of the weekend?
2: On um, The best I've spent all weekend working on what will be. Five acres to meet my girlfriend, and the worst part—it um, really wasn't a worst part. Just working all weekend on some land.
4: To what your girlfriend?
2: Uh, we're getting five acres, and we. Good, good for you, George. George.
0: Congratulations, Body man. Out. Good luck with everything. I appreciate it. Bobby's on for best and worst. Hey, Bobby, how are you? Hey, good morning. What's up, man? Hey, uh, best I had uh, was
8: Saturday. Went to my 20-year high school reunion, and uh, got a. Reed and I with some friends stuff uh, and that was all fun. Just, but it's kinda confusing walking up to different people and trying to remember who they are and did have you have look the same.
4: Did you have anybody that you wanted to have sex with in high school that now is your chance?
8: Uh there was a possibility, but then um I don't know. I guess I just got cold
3: feet.
9: Why? Yeah. A great, big fan. Person.
0: <laughs> Did you, uh, is it local? Like you've, you know, you've been around, you still see some of these people already, but this was a chance for everybody to get together in one spot.
8: Um, well, it was, it was back in, in Ark city, Kansas. Uh, okay. So yeah, I so went there, and, uh, they had the festival thing going on too. And yeah, a lot of people come there for the festival anyway. So it gets a chance for everybody to meet up.
0: So what so, was the, what was the worst part then? uh just a little bit ago i hit a deer oh dang so, were you in your car or were you walking i was in my semi oh okay and yeah. did it did just it just fly it explode? Of deer? i just listen details i'm a stickler for the details if you pay me. Did, and did it just glance off your truck or did you uh have any damage
8: yeah there's a little bit of damage there's a little piece of meat hanging from the
0: Get that stuff on ice, man. Jerky.
5: They made it legal now in California where you can actually keep the roadkill. Like if you hit a deer, you can keep it and kill it and eat it.
0: According to the Arkansas Troopers show that I watch, Uh I'm sorry, Alaska Troopers show that I watch, uh, when they hit a moose or a moose, they go and collect it for the homeless shelters.
4: Nice. So they've got whatever, like... Road jerky. They have ra- road well, jerky. Well,
0: I've gotten one of those. Two
4: before. things, Sam. It's also I've got
10: one. <laughs> you got involve the troopers too.
0: <laughs> and up there because it's cold, it doesn't spoil right away, and they have response teams that come and pick it up to process it for homeless shelters or families in need.
4: Oh, I mean that's sweet, but yuck! How's it yuck? I don't want I don't want roadkill jerky. I don't want death. road jerky. I don't want squirrel jerky. I totally do. I don't want elk do. jerky.
0: I totally do. Buck Bob Bob jerky. Bobby, thank you, man. Be safe driving, man. Thank you. You too. All right, buddy. No, no,
4: no, jerky.
0: <laughs> no, dough jerky. <laughs> Chelsea's on. Hi, Chelsea. How are you?
4: I'm good. How are you?
0: Good. What's the best and what's the worst of the weekend?
4: Well, the best weekend is I got my hair done, and I got to put pink in it, which I've been wanting to for a really long time. Yes. The worst part was while I was getting my hair done, we witnessed a woman beating her child in the bathroom.
0: What? Why were you getting your hair cut in the bathroom?
4: No, in the salon, the bathroom is, like, right across the hall, and you can hear, you know, you know how kids throw not fit. Yes. Well, we could hear that, and then you could just hear her slapping him we had to get the manager involved and the police it was crazy
0: did they Uh, arrest her
4: no she walked off before they got there and they couldn't find her oh Oh, my goodness sucks wow um Uh,
0: how old are you by the way if you don't mind me asking 27 27 okay
4: so when i i had like purple and pink and blue in my hair at one point and when i did that i had heard through some guys here at the station that they see a girl when she's got color in her hair that that means she's crazy good in bed. Are you, after getting your hair done, do you feel like you are better in bed now? Totally. Really? (laughs) Yes. Listen,
0: I I don't know. You misunderstood that. The color isn't what makes you good at it. It's the wanting to get the color. Right.
1: Oh. It
0: it already existed. Mm. You didn't suddenly get the pigmentation and (laughs) give you the superhero skill. Uh, Right on. Chelsea, have a great week, all right? Thank you, you too. All right, see you later. All right, we've got tickets for Tool that we're going to give away. <laughs> Am I right, Givi? It's you were more of like a, it's more right. of like a flag.
5: Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> it was, it was brought up. It's always been there. It's just like, hey,
0: uh, now I, now uh, I can pick you out of the crowd a lot yeah. easier. Um, My right. filtering process just yeah. changed. Yeah. Uh, tickets to Tool, we're going to give those away when we come back. Tulsa's
6: morning show continues next. The Big Man Morning Show on Tulsa's Rock Station 97.5. KMOD.
0: Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. The phone number is 918-460-KMOD. You can text to talk to us as well. BMMS and what that is to 82945. Hold on. Good morning. You're on the air. What's up? Good morning. Morning. Did you call for a certain reason? Uh, trying to win some tool tickets. Oh, yeah. Let's play a game. Yeah. The one second game. One second of a famous television show's theme song. What's your name, man? Ryan. Ryan? Yes. Ryan, would you say you know television shows pretty well? Uh, Okay. Well, we're going to see. I'm going to play one second of a famous television show's theme song. If you nail it, I have tickets for you to go see Tool tomorrow night at the BOK Center. Are you ready? Yes, sir. All right, here we go. Well, hold on. Let me start. Let me me start over. That's a little low. Here we go. I'll play it again. Uh, Nashville? Nashville is your guess. Incorrect. I'm sorry, Ryan. Have a good day, man. Uh, No problem. Thank you. See you later. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Tom. Tom? Tom. Tom, here is your clue. What is it, Tom? Can I hear it one more time? Sure. What is it? Designing Women? designing women is a solid guess but incorrect all right buddy see you later have a great day good morning you're on the air what is your name good morning this is ricky hi ricky how are you i'm good man good here is your clue ricky what show is that ricky step by step step by step is your guess yeah It is step-by-step. You dork. I can't believe you had it, man. I thought it was going to take someone a little time, but you nailed it, man. Congratulations. You're going to see Tool tomorrow night. All right. Congratulations. (laughs) Hang on the line so Gimpy can get your info, okay? Thank you. Thank you. All right, buddy. Hang on the line. Wow. Love this
4: song. I honestly (laughs)
0: thought it was going to take at least getting into that third clue before most people... Would be able to piece it together, but he nailed it. He was a, a yep. fan of Suzanne
5: Summers as well. Yes. Did you see Patrick that? Duffy, man. See that picture of her recently? Uh, sadly, yes. Oh, my goodness. What,
4: does she not look good? No, she for her age, she looks yes.
5: fantastic. Yes. It's just not appealing to me. No. She looks like she's pooping in the yard. <laughs> it's, it's, it's rough. And she's morphing into, like, the lion. Somebody made that crack.
0: She looks oh, like the cowardly
5: wow. lion. <laughs> she's had
0: a lot of plastic surgery. Yeah. Wow.
4: Yeah, yeah, you're How right. old is she? Ooh. Ooh. She's
0: got to be 75.
4: Oh, okay. I was going to guess 68.
0: I think she's older than that. I think she's in her
5: lower 70s. Uh, she is 73. Okay. Day 73. Still got, you know, those big old honking jugs of hers. But just no. not as...
0: No what no they're huge no they're not they're in a bra Not on, not in that picture. You ever try to put a sleeping bag back into a bag that carries it? <laughs> it never really works. No, but they Little look. it looks like it's put stum- together stum- that at that point. Yeah.
4: yeah, you have a point. It's lumpy. What is her? <laughs> Shove ne- it in. Yes. It, it looks
0: perfectly formed. But when you open it up, it just kind of... Bleh. Right? Right. <laughs> uh, you know, like kind of breaking open a thing of biscuits. <laughs> Bust a can of biscuits. <laughs> looks like she's got a quad quad boobs. Uh all right, net worth.
4: Oh, God, Thigh master I know her, like, book about aging did really well, like her hormone book.
0: I hope it's not a picture
5: book. Yeah, she
4: whatever. did. No, she did this, like, this, I don't know, menopausal hormonal book thing about really? how. Yeah, yeah. I
0: I mean what did, what was the what did she give away? I think mean, most people know it's not fun. No,
4: but like I I don't remember what it is. I think it's like a bunch of vitamins and like what you should be doing every day to like reverse the aging process. I don't I don't
0: you, Oh my god. Yeah. Listen, if, if,
4: you can not reverse <laughs> the aging process. Oh. There's
0: no fountain of youth. There's no magic pill. There's none of that crap. <laughs>
4: but I think she made a ton of money off of it. Um and so I'm going to guess 75 million.
0: Okay? Dippy. Yeah, she.
5: I'm, I'm thinking she's got a lot of the step-by-step money. She got the uh, three's company cash, okay? She's got the ab master, the master of all the things or whatever the hell she was into. Fitness Thigh. Equipment. Thigh, master. Thigh master. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought there was more masters than just that. But uh, I want to say, just to be different than Sam, uh, hundred and fifty. million, we're
0: doubling it up. In the middle, $100 million is Mm. what this says her net worth is. And fun fact, Three's Company, there was no, like, she gets residuals just because of her uh, being in the union, but there was no, like, DVD or syndication money there. Gotcha. Oh, really? Yeah, those things didn't exist. When they made Three's Company or any of those shows back in the day, them playing again in the future was not even in the realm of discussion. No, it's like, all right, we got this cool thing going now. That makes sense. So any de- there was they would have had to go go back and retro do the contract, which I mean, what are you going to do? Nuss it out like? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it would it would have created some problems. So a lot of those people didn't. All those big shows like that never got another dime. But step by step syndication was huge.
4: Mm. Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Uh, all right. Oh, by the way, I watched the Paul Rudd show on Netflix. I've, it's only eight episodes, and it's called Living with Yourself, mm-hmm. and it's about him duplicating himself. Uh, to be a better version of himself like cloning like cloning, but your old body's supposed to be killed and buried. his for some reason doesn't, so they conflict, and that's where the thing is <laughs> not like not like uh Michael Keaton yeah, in multiplicity yeah,
5: that's what I was thinking <laughs> but not very far
0: from uh-huh, uh-huh and uh it ends with them d- wanting to kill each other oh damn. And it, they, they. I don't care. I'm not going to spoil it. They don't, they don't. Okay, but it ends really bizarrely. Like, hmm. like the, I thought it was all really good, but then the final episode, I was like, "Well, this is dumb." I don't. Now I'm lost. Now okay. I don't understand what's happening.
4: So, would you recommend for everybody else to see it?
0: I would. I would recommend watching it because it's an it's great acting. I th- I think it's written really well, and I'm always a big fan of shows that surprise you with things that shouldn't be. I shouldn't be a part of it. So, mm. like. For example, Family Guy, right, for them to have Broadway show tunes in it makes no sense, but right. it works, and mm-hmm. it makes, it's, that's what I'm talking about. Things like that that happen, you're like, all right, that's cool, I get it. Even if you don't love show tunes, you still respect that. Yeah. And so it's kind of, things like that I love, they do that at some point in the show, and it's uh it's, it's a really fun concept to think about.
4: Well, but, and also I want to tell you, remember you had talked about that movie Mother, it being like the worst movie I've ever seen, because the ending was so horrible,
0: Right, with um, Jennifer Lawrence yes. and uh, Javier Bardem, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. And, the, and it's about, he is a writer but hasn't found his thing again. And his muse is Jennifer, his wife, played by Jennifer Lawrence, and she's pregnant or gonna, uh, already had a baby or something like that, right?
4: Yeah, and then you said it ends horribly with them eating a baby.
0: I, okay, I didn't say it ends horribly. We were watching it and I Googled to see what happens and sh- and they eat a, their baby or something to those regards and we stopped watching it. So I never watched it the whole way through.
4: Okay. Um, so happened? I, well, no, I ran into that. It was on, on demand. You know, mm-hmm. thank you, Cox. I appreciate that. And so I was like, oh, I love Jennifer Lawrence, Corbin talked about this movie, and then I started it, and I was like, "Why am I going to watch a movie where I know they're going to eat a baby? And it's going to make me sad. I'm not going to do that." So instead, I watched Taxi Driver because I've never seen that before, and you guys are always surprised that oh I never God, saw it. you literally
10: it.
0: went from one disturbing wow. movie to another disturbing movie.
4: I thought because I've always heard everybody talk about Taxi that it's, it's amazing, it is awesome, the narrative is
0: ridiculous. You, you
4: looking at me? I my interpretation my whole life is that that was a funny movie, like like a comedy oh, no. of like, oh, I drive a taxi, I'm funny. New York, you looking at me? Because anybody's funny as in Cape Fear's
0: funny. Yeah, Yeah, right.
4: But uh, my interpretation was that that was a funny, and everyone that does that, you looking at me? That that's like a joke of like I'm not, I'm no tough guy. Why are you looking at me? That was my interpretation my whole life. So I was like, all right, I'm not gonna watch Mother. Corbin already said that was bad. I don't want to see that. I'll watch this because everybody else always talks about the movie, and I was horrified the whole time. Yeah. this is not a comedy. No. At What's all. It, now, what is
0: your interpretation of it? What is it?
4: He's a psycho. Yeah. Like, he's crazy. That's a really messed up, crazy movie. Not a comedy about a really funny guy living in New York City driving a taxi. That's right. not what it's about. Do
0: you know how they remake those trailers into the opposite? I yeah. want them to do Taxi Driver as a comedy trailer. That would be pretty funny. My
4: whole life, that's what I thought it was.
0: Hey, to me, that's one of his best roles. Have you seen Cape Fear? Mm mm. Dude. Oh my god, that might be one of his better roles too. Come out, come out wherever you are. Like right? he plays a he plays a prosecuted criminal who gets out and basically goes and hunts down the prosecutor and his family.
4: Mm. Oh wow. And like,
0: he's insane. Yeah.
4: Yeah, I mean, he plays a scary, a scary crazy guy.
0: Oh yeah, Cape Fear, totally watch it. All right, you'll watch it and get terrified. Nice, it's a great scary movie. Uh, that's fun that you watch <laughs> the <laughs> comedy Taxi Driver. with <laughs> Robert De Niro.
5: <laughs> you talking to me? <laughs> you talking to me? Yeah, oh, you hey. talking to me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the Eddie Murphy raw. Right. <laughs> you talking to me, man.
3: <laughs> I'm you De Niro man.
0: <laughs> uh, we'll take a break and we'll be back.
6: Tulsa's Morning Show is coming right back. The Big Mad Morning Show. Tulsa's Rock Station 975 KMOD.
0: Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 829 45 I know a lot of you probably aren't baseball fans, but with the World Series, uh, the first two games were dominated by one team. The last two games have been dominated by the other team. So now it's even, it's really compelling, and to make things better, uh, apparently last night these girls behind home plate, which is the, gets a lot of TV time, the fans that sit there do. Sometimes you can even see celebrities sitting there. And these two girls were sitting there, and they decided to – they're their Instagram models, and they decide to lift their shirts up, oh. and you totally see their breasts oh on national God. television during this family event. Oh, my this God. family event where, like, kids are watching their idols. Oh. No, I don't think that's a big deal.
4: Wow. Wow. I don't, I don't nice think that's boobs. a big deal.
0: They do have nice boobs.
4: Super nice boobs. I think that's a huge deal. Brave little toasters showing the nipples. Yeah. Yeah, and that was obviously planned because, you know, they don't have bras on.
0: <laughs> they, I mean, you can lift your bra up to, to do that, can't you?
4: Yeah, but it doesn't look like they have that. I mean, because normally if you, if you if I were to lift my bra up, it would smush my boobs down because, you know, it's a bra. It goes around your the back, your your chest and your back. So if you were to lift it up, it would kind of smush.
0: Some of the comments that I'm reading in, uh, out there, uh, B-Cups, not interested. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Uh, another one. I think game six out will outdo this. <laughs> the things people compl- comment about, like, who's complaining about bees? <laughs> right. Boobs are boobs. Why would that be a complaint? Oh, somebody's well, just got to hate on everything.
5: Because you're online
4: I mean, you and you couldn't look at, you know, double E's.
0: This one. People are awesome.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, yes, they are. Yes, they are. People are amazing.
4: You know what those girls have? The same goals that I do. Those, both those girls are like, <laughs> one day I want to show my boobs at Mardi Gras. One day I want to put my panties up at <laughs> a bar. One day I want to dance at, at a Coyote Ugly bar. Those are the kind of girls that have the same goals I did growing up.
0: No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think that they want to show their boobs at the World Series. I think those are the type of goals they have. (laughs) What you're talking about to them is like amateur hour. I'm a
4: rookie. Those are the pros.
0: They look at that as laughable. They're like, I did that at 12. (laughs) What's this here? Is this them? This is their Instagram, yeah. Oh, yeah.
4: Good God.
0: Yeah, this is, uh, it says, uh, on October 27th, you attended a World Series game. Uh, During the game, you violated the fan code of conduct by exposing yourself during the seventh inning in order to promote business. You were also part of a scheme in which you induced others to expose themselves to promote the business. You are hereby banned from all Major League Baseball stadiums and facilities in the future. She was quoted as saying and she was quoted as saying, Well, bye. (laughs) Like She doesn't care.
5: No, no, they don't care. Do
0: you realize how much more she's going to get for posting about this new teeth
4: whitening thing that she got? Yeah, right. She's got this new tea that's going to make her lose like six pounds easily. Yeah, like she's
0: totally won the lottery when it comes to that type of stuff.
4: (laughs) Oh, I love how quickly they found that girl's Instagram because all you have is nipple.
0: Yeah. Well, so, apparently, apparently, this was something that was talked about ahead of time. Mm, I guess got somewhere. You. Okay. But it's totally fantastic. Yeah,
5: she's got other pictures doing it in front of the White House. Looks like she freed the nipple on an airplane.
0: She's good she, for her. She has a, a magazine, I guess. Oh yeah, a digital magazine called Shag Mag. Shag Mag, baby. I don't know. What, God, the things <laughs> that the internet is so. This is gonna sound so <laughs> stupid, um, but the internet is endless. Like you literally can go out there and be like, I have this. Create uh-huh. a, a page for it, mm-hmm. and you're just like, well, it must be valid at that point, right? Because it's on the internet. Yeah. Well, you're the resource. The resources you need. If you wanted to do a magazine yeah. before the internet, you would had to have a printing press and, and money to do it. Well, now to have a, a website is damn near a fart in the wind.
5: Pretty much. You could pick one up, you know, free if not dirt ass cheap. You just need yeah.
0: just an Instagram page. Uh-huh. Just, yeah, really. That's all you really need. In terms of resources it would take to make something, right? Mm-hmm. It was almost zilch.
4: Yeah, remember I had that that uh, webpage <laughs> at com, and it cost me $6 <laughs> for two years. Right. GoDaddy, that's it.
0: Right, but now you wouldn't even need that. You could just send people to your Instagram page right. and put everything it can oh, live on there. right, because it is just as Facebook legit. Or a Facebook page.
4: Yeah, you're right. It is just as legit.
0: It's unbelievable the thing, and then you can go, well, I'm a a publisher, I own a magazine. First of all, you're not a publisher because (laughs) the ins and outs it takes to make a a mechanical, something that you can hold in your hand, a mechanical magazine is so lethargic Mm -hmm. that you wouldn't be able to handle it. That's why a lot of people didn't do it. Or can't be successful at it. But to, to be a publisher of a digital one right. is completely easy and you could do it in no problem. You
5: got a 100 page spread, man. Look, you just, just, just scroll all the right. right. way.
10: spread, scroll.
4: spread. 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 I would like to see. Or <laughs> a 100 page spread. Yes. Uh. Yes.
0: Uh, all right, here's Poppin' Balls to the Wall Sports.
7: Well, how about the Houston Astros in the World Series? All this great football this weekend, and the World Series seemingly took a back seat. They were down two games heading to Washington. Now, the next thing you know, they've won three straight. Their one went away, and they're going back home. The period Cole and the Astros went to Washington, looking to snap out of their bunk, and boy, they did so. They went 7-1 last night. Now they have a 3-2 series lead. Home teams have lost every single game so far in this World Series. And Garrett Cole looked exactly like the dominant pitcher that he should have been. And what a turnaround for the Astros. They're outscored 17-7 at home. Then they go to Washington and outscore the Nationals 19-3. They're in Game 5 of the World Series to the nfl where jj watt confirmed on social media that he is done for the year after he was injured in the win over the raiders 27 24 tore his pec muscle according to espn and watt then confirmed it later on social media aaron Rodgers threw for 305 yards three touchdowns two of them to aaron jones on a big night for the green bay running back and the packers held off matt moore and the chiefs 31-24 31-24 for the win last night on Sunday night football. Packers are now seven and one, and that was their first win at Arrowhead since November 4th, 2007. Kansas City falls to five and three. They play NFC North Minnesota Vikings next Sunday. Bill Belichick was thirty-nine years old when he coached the Browns to a win over the Patriots in ninety-one, his first win as an NFL head coach. Beating the Browns yesterday, 27-13. He picked up a win, number 300. Tom Brady threw for 259 yards in that victory over the Browns. 49ers are 7-0 and for the first time since 1990. They beat the Panthers 51-13 in uh, their game yesterday. And uh, the Dallas Cowboys had a bye week, so they will not be in action this week. And the Sooners fall to number 10 in the AP poll after their loss to Kansas State. This past weekend in Manhattan. That's Falls to the Wall Sports. Jeremy Poplin, 97.5 KMOD. Good
0: morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 829 Tonight, we're going to be at Lady Jane's Haircuts for Men. That's at 101st and Memorial. It's the grand opening. We'll be there from 5 to 7. They're doing free haircuts while we're there, so come by and get a free haircut. Again, Lady Jane's Haircuts for Men, 101st and Memorial right there in front of the Target in South Tulsa. We like to talk to our listeners because they have awesome stories. And today on the line, we have Neil. Hi, Neil. How are you, man? i oh, doing pretty good. How are you guys? Good, man. It's great to talk to you. I feel like I've interacted with you in so many ways, but never uh, like on the phone. So this is this is going to be fun. Uh, Neil is 29 years old, and you have a girlfriend. Congratulations on that. How's that going?
9: That's oh, pretty good. She's actually really awesome. I love her. She's
0: amazing. I mean, that's good that she's really awesome. It'd be weird if you were like, <laughs> <laughs> she's right. how, stuck around. How how much time do you think is an acceptable amount of time to be dating before people can start asking you if you're going to get married? Um, I I have no idea. I get asked that every day anyways.
4: Right. Why haven't you? Been, <laughs>
0: uh,
9: I don't know. It's not really something that I need to do, I guess. Not yet.
0: Right. Okay, I mean that's that to me that's a more honest answer than than I don't know. So uh, now you are a garbage man. How long have you been a garbage man? Uh, just about six years. That's that's great because I would imagine that for someone to stay in that career that long would be rare, right?
9: Uh, you would think, but I, there's some guys out here that have been at the company I'm working for for a long time.
4: And there's- what? What made
9: you want to get started? I just, honestly, I just needed a job. I I had a job, but I was driving the truck over the road, flatbed truck, and I didn't didn't like being gone all the time. And I came back home, and my dad was working for the same company, and I just went out and put an application in and got hired.
0: What is the classification for garbage because there's different types of garbage men there's the like residential that goes and picks up cans and then there's the people that go and lift the big dumpsters uh you know behind restaurants and kind of lift like look like a, a monster and lift it over their head there's the the slide offs like what what kind of trash man are you
9: uh right now i just i drive a, a rear load truck it's i do a, a lot of residential and uh commercial stuff i work in the, the, the town of perry perry oklahoma <coughs> and then we, I get all the businesses in town and then I get that done. I'll go get all residential stuff.
0: Is there anybody on your route that you look forward to seeing, or you know, you're going to see, you know, this one lady every day or these little kids that wave at you. Is there anybody on your route that is a like, you get excited to, or I don't know, it sounds uh, like a weird word to use, yeah. but <laughs> you get excited to see.
9: Yeah. Uh, two times a week on the uh, Tuesdays and Fridays, that's the same route. There's this, uh, Old lady on, uh, she's on the south end of town. She usually comes out and gives us bottled water when it's uh, hot outside, Aww. and sometimes she'll bring coffee out when it's cold. She's real nice.
0: That's really cool. It's when I was little, I remember my mom giving Christmas gifts to the garbage men. Um, did do you get Christmas gifts from people?
9: Oh yeah, oh yeah, we do. That's what we try to try to make everybody as happy as we can. So that way, when Christmas comes around, everybody likes to tip you, give us, like, cakes and sometimes money and cookies and whatever.
5: I have never, ever in my life, growing up or even in adulthood, uh, tipped or given, like, the garbage man, mailman, like, a gift, Christmas gift, gift card, what? anything like that. I never have, never even thought about it. What? I didn't know that was, like, a standard practice.
0: What about you, Neil? Did, did you guys, did you, did you, when you were growing up, did you guys ever give the garbage man a tip or a gift? Uh, no, honestly,
9: just about like everybody else in the world. I didn't even think about the garbage men when I was growing up. I just knew we put the trash out and it was gone the next day.
5: And that's the thing that like, we need you. We need you garbage men in our lives. They're like so important, but yet we just cast them off like the garbage that we're given to them.
4: Of the houses that you go to, what percentage either tip you at Christmas or give you some kind of monetary gift throughout the year?
9: Uh, I would say in Perry, it's probably, it's, it's real low, probably like maybe 5 or
0: 10%. What's the biggest gift or tip that you got?
9: <laughs> uh, last Christmas, one guy, he gave uh, me and my helper, he gave us $100 apiece.
0: Wow. wow! And did he get any special treatment after that? Like, did you not care that he had an extra bag of branches? Like, like I'm just, I don't know what special treatment you would give, so that's why I'm using that analogy, but... Uh, did he get any special yeah. treatment after that? The weird
9: thing about that guy is he, he only has trash once every couple of months, really. I, he hardly ever has anything. And when he does put his can out, it's two bags, three bags, maybe.
4: What <laughs> uh, Did he so. used to be a garbage garbageman? Because, like, you know, when you have weighted tables, you're usually nicer to servers, mm-hmm. give a bigger tip. So is that why?
9: I, I have no idea. I've, I've actually never seen the guy.
0: How did he leave it for you? Like, was it taped on an envelope to the side of the trash can? Yeah, it was, a, yeah. An envelope taped on the... I
9: think it was on the underside of the lid. Like, lift the lid up and it was taped right there. Like, no kidding.
0: God, what are the cool. chances he would have missed... How many times do you think you've thrown away money? Oh, I probably a lot.
4: And, it, like, do you ever... I don't want to say dig through people's trash, but you go to throw something away and then you're like, oh, whatever, there's a 20 or there's a wallet. I want to look inside.
9: Oh, yeah. Yeah, like if, we're, if there's like a big pile of trash out, like like you can tell like when somebody's moving out or they got evicted or a divorce happens, like that's when all the good stuff comes out. Uh, like I found, I found a lot of money in purses that people are just throwing away. You always check purses and wallets. There's always going to be money sometimes.
0: Collectively, how much money do you think you have found in the trash? Actual right, cash. 875, 875, 875.
9: I'd say probably like three or four hundred in the past few years.
4: Wow. wow. And have you ever found something and then brought it home to your girlfriend as a present?
9: All the time. <laughs> uh, last week, the week before, I found a, a whole bunch of perfume and cologne, like, like Gucci and Coach and a bunch of expensive stuff.
4: And did you tell her that you found this in the trash or do you just. Give it to her and she oh, doesn't yeah. ask questions.
9: I told her she don't care. Do.
4: What about your family and friends? Have you ever found some presents for them?
9: All the time. I, I a, lot, a lot of my friends they'll they'll tell me to keep an eye out for a certain thing, like maybe like an end table or whatever, and I just I watch for it and. I'll think of I'm looking for that a sofa.
4: <laughs> and then okay, so <laughs> mattress. A couch, say, can you,
5: no say, mattress.
4: <laughs> say Gimpy wants a nightstand and is like, hey, will you just, you know, keep an eye out? Then do you put it in the front of your truck or how do you then take it?
9: Well, depends on how big they we are. We're not supposed to put stuff in the back of the truck, but we all do it anyways. Like we'll set it on top or on the back. Like when we, at the end of the route, close the blade off enough we can set stuff in there and take it back with us.
4: And what's the like biggest or most expensive thing you found in the trash to keep?
9: Uh, the most expensive thing, honestly, is probably a prosthetic leg. Excuse
0: what? me.
4: Hi. Huh?
5: <laughs> what you guys yeah, don't throw uh, yours in the trash? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't I'm need funny. this anymore. <laughs> 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 well, Just hopping along. Yeah.
9: <laughs> what's that, Neil? said so when you think about it, a prosthetic leg's not going to be cheap. No.
4: But. And and of, custom.
9: Yeah. yeah, did you
4: did you did you sell it?
9: No, I didn't sell it. I, I just kept it. I just thought it was kinda neat.
4: You still have it?
9: Yeah.
5: Did you make a bong out of it or did something? Did you
4: make a lamp out of it? <laughs> <Something. Yeah. laughs> a prosthetic leg lamp.
9: <laughs> I was thinking of making like a like
0: a mug or something out of it.
4: Oh, a you Don't
5: drink out of somebody's used
4: prosthetic Why? leg. Why?
0: It's not like there was anything running through it. They I know, found but found
4: it in the garbage. It's also, so what—that's a long thing to drink out of. You're like,
0: <laughs> I don't need
5: those boots. I got dust leg. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I wonder if you could donate that to like somebody in need that needs a prosthetic. I need mean, like you know the the Neil Looper prosthetic legs for the needy.
5: I love it.
4: Some legless man out there is like, you guys are laughing, but it's serious. <laughs>
0: yeah. i tired of hopping on one foot. <laughs> Neil, what's the weirdest thing you've ever found in a dumpster? I uh,
9: um, found a box full of uh, sex toys a few
0: times. Really? And did you consider for a moment to take any, or did you take any? I did I, I didn't mean someone food. in your group did. Yes. There's so many that
9: have taken some, and I never have. That's that's pretty gross. I'm not gonna touch that stuff.
0: Right <laughs> now, that is that, that is disgusting.
4: A, line. Yeah. A, a prosthetic leg? That's fine. It says here <laughs> that you you
0: found puppies
9: in a dumpster.
4: Oh no. Yeah,
9: yeah, that's that's happened on more than one occasion. But uh, over on my old route, I used to do a bunch of country stops. <clears throat> there was a dumpster. We got out and looked in. And there were some puppies. It, I don't know how they got in there. They're you no know, maybe five or six months old, just a couple of mutt puppies. And you know, I took them to a person, one of my customers' uh, house over by Scheidler. They lived out in the country. They always take any kind of animal; they don't care. they just it's on a farm. So <laughs> I'm not sure how they got in there, though.
0: And were they in like a box with like a like a like a cozy little uh, like a cozy little blanket? <laughs> no,
9: they were just sitting down on uh there wasn't no bags of trash it was just like newspaper just a little bit of paper at the bottom they were just sitting there just hanging out
0: being dogs oh my god and they were like hey look a human
9: <laughs> yeah pretty much but they looked kind of scared a little bit but after i picked them up and played with them a minute they weren't too
0: bad and, and then what just toss them in the back and then go on with your route
9: <laughs> no i put them in the cab with me and then I, cause that next customer that I, that I took them to they was he was on that route and uh, came up this house about probably like an hour later
0: that's and crazy that. <laughs> and it says here that you uh actually crushed a box of kittens by and it's in quotes here accident
9: yeah yeah that happened once that was uh probably three four years ago it was pretty early in the morning <clears throat> and it's not uncommon for animals to be in dumpsters, like, especially out on farms and stuff, just, you know, looking for food. But, uh, we dumped the dumpster, and I heard something, but I didn't hey. think anything of it. And then my helper, he, uh, he
0: really me yeah. the thing. It. Just cat's <laughs> and, uh, freaking out like that. Oh, my God. <laughs>
9: <laughs> I thought I heard something, and I, I stopped it, and it was a little bit too late. And, uh, <gasps> A couple of them didn't make it, but I think like three or four of them were still good.
4: Oh, my running God. Running They're not fruit, man.
0: <laughs> They're not fruit. No, I mean, it this is true, Sam. They I are know, not fruit. But he
4: just said like, oh, you know, like a couple of them were damaged. The other ones what were was good. What he supposed to do? I don't know, but it just sounds very like... I mean, they're they're little little kitty lives. Yes,
0: but he didn't know they were there. It's not like he intentionally didn't you I, know did this and was like ah some of them didn't make it.
4: I get that, gotta but gotta break was, a few
0: yolks if you're gonna make scrambled eggs.
4: It was a very flippant way of like oh I mean, none of them are damaged, but the other two were good.
0: My advice yeah. to you, Sam, would be to kind of not critique anything Neil Looper does, which we'll get to in a second. Hashtag truth. Oh. <laughs> it's gonna be worse. What, what did you do? What did you do with the uh, the kittens?
9: Well, I I took the ones that were alive. I took them out and put them in a different box, and I set them outside because the farm that they were at there was I would probably say thirty or forty cats running around. There's a whole bunch of them. So I figured maybe the mama cat was still around and would get to them. I, I'm assuming she laid, gave birth to them in the dumpster because I mean they were little bitty things.
0: Uh, so hopefully she got to them. Well, and this may explain why you're so um, comfortable with that statement of uh, some of them didn't make it. It says you um, worked uh, for the farm butcher. Now I'm understanding, I think I've got it wrong, but you you were a butcher or you worked on a farm that did butchering i worked
9: for i worked for a guy who he was an actual farm butcher he would go out to the farms any farm around that would hire
0: him and butcher the cow on the property wow for steaks or whatever yeah and when you say i worked for him i can only imagine your responsibilities were rather vile
9: it wasn't the prettiest or the cleanest, that's for sure.
0: Like, give me some of the responsibilities you had as someone who works for the farm butcher. Okay, when I when I
9: first started out there, what I would do basically is just set the truck up and clean it and uh, all that stuff. Clean the clean the knives and the hooks. And whenever we started, uh, he started skinning the beef and the getting the guts and stuff. I had to put the guts in the barrel and haul that around and clean all the blood up and everything. That was pretty rough at first,
0: but you got a hell of a deal on meat. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Oh <laughs> uh, no, because uh,
9: you like he was a super honest guy, and it was like customers would they would pay him to butcher. Their, it would be their own cow, and that, that meat was for them.
0: Like, he didn't have a meat selling to people.
3: He'd oh, just he go just
4: out did and process. It. Right? Okay, gotcha.
0: What was the grossest right. thing you saw working for the farm butcher?
9: Uh, oh, uh, there was a one a bull that we butchered. It was a it was a big one, real big. But he broke his leg, and that's the only reason they had him butchered because his back leg was broke. But it had been broke for quite a while, and the bone had went through the skin, and there was just this big gaping hole in it, and it stunk so bad. Ooh. Yeah, it was full of
0: maggots. Yeah, I got rid
9: of it. The- we had to get rid of that whole hind quarter and throw it away because it was bad.
0: Well, yeah, it was worse, but the rest was fine. Uh, <laughs> Mia drops on the ground. I'm like, I'm done. Um, and uh, doing that, how many pounds of carcass do you think you had to pick up, or entrails, or whatever? Like, what's what do you think the total amount is? Oh, uh, I would say thousands
9: and thousands of pounds of. Like guts and skin and feet that we that I've picked up and thrown away.
4: Is that a smell that you get used to?
9: <laughs> um, it depends. Like, if they're grass fed cattle, it's not so bad. What? Or if they're Corn fed and Milo fed is awful.
4: I I didn't know that made such a difference. <laughs> Gross.
9: Yeah, I didn't either. Until when you when you throw the stomach away, we just put them in like a big trash can, and, and it's it's like a big balloon just full of air and gas and whatnot. But they cut them open, and the smell comes on. And I've thrown up—I don't know how many times—doing that on the corn fed. It was awful. <laughs>
0: uh, and did you did that stuff just get thrown away, or was that hazard waste? Uh,
9: it, most of the time, it got thrown away. But if certain people that you butchered for, they wanted to keep the stomachs and everything. I was like, butch for this uh, this Hispanic dude, and he was—he sat out there the whole time with us, and he took everything. He took the feet, he took the head, the heart. Uh, Stomach and the intestines, he took it all.
4: For what? I for new he dope? It. Probably.
0: Probably sacrifice <laughs>
4: beef.
0: beef. Uh, and so how many years did you do that?
9: Uh I did that for little little over a year, not quite two years.
0: And when you told him you were yeah. done, what was the final straw that you were like, I gotta get out of this or I quit?
9: Uh well it was really I just needed I needed more money and he didn't have enough work to keep me employed for 40 hours a week so i just i went and got a cdl and started driving truck just to make more money
0: wow well that is amazing man and so the big reason we have you on (laughs) and you're you're like the silent member of the show is that Sam has this famous photo. I don't know if anybody's seen it. Gimpy, will you put it up so yeah, people have, that have sure, never seen it man. before not on our Facebook page? And she was on, uh, it was like a weekend, and she was out having too much fun, and and it's it's a very um, uh, complimentary photo. And you decided it's so complimentary, this should be her picture in every photo she ever puts out. And you Photoshopped, you Photoshopped her picture on top of everything of her. And like
4: any picture I post, then he will go Photoshop the, the, my Sammy selfie on top of the new picture and then post that picture as one.
0: What made you start doing that?
9: Uh, well, so me and some friends of mine, we, we I just do it with Snapchat, just messing around. Uh, we, fig- we figured out how we could do that a while back and we started, uh, putting like uh, other stuff on other people as so I was like, this is kind of funny. And then I found out she hated that picture. So I was like, I'm going to do it. (laughs) (laughs)
0: It It is pretty amazing. There have been some that are more of, you know, some of your more finer pieces of art. Uh, And, and, but either one, any of them you do, uh, we always enjoy. Gimpy and I enjoy thoroughly. Uh, Sam, not so much, but
4: I do. I want to give you props. There are some that I'm like, F you, Neil, but then there's some that you do that look so money that I do enjoy.
9: (laughs) Thanks, appreciate that.
0: <laughs> well, listen, it's been great talking to you, man. We uh we'll try to maybe we should start a gallery maybe of your artwork and and put it on display. But we appreciate you as a fan of the show, man, and your uh, extra effort you put in the photoshopping skills and and thanks for taking the time to talk to us today. Oh yeah, thank you guys. Love the show. Thank you, man. Neil, have a great day. Be safe, man. You too, thank you. Good, may you find fortune in trash today. Uh, All right, we got to take a break, and that photo should be up on the Facebook page now. If you've never seen it, facebook.com slash bms69, and we'll be back. Good morning, it's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Sam, I'm going to give you your choice. Yay! Three choices. Getty, Flying, or Pharmaceuticals.
4: Getty, uh... Getty,
0: Flying... Or pharmaceuticals?
4: I can only think of, like, Gettysburg Address. I can't... I'm Because
0: so <laughs> that's what I would bring up.
4: No, I'm just trying to think of... Oh, let's talk so about
0: so the Gettysburg... <laughs> the, the, literally the shortest, longest speech <laughs> of all time.
4: Yeah, I don't... But I don't know any other word for... Or I don't know what a Getty is, so I'm curious what that is. That's what I'm going to choose.
0: So there is... This fire that's happening in California, mm. and you're going, oh, give it every California, but the fire is, and the amount of people, like eighty thousand people, I think, have been evacuated because of this fire. It encompasses eighty square miles. Wow! Yeah. And the <gasps> devastation that's happening is incredibly concerning. They are saying that they've already found a lot of bodies in the, after the fire's gone through. There's been many evacuation orders, and it's all happening right outside Los Angeles and right in between Santa Monica and Malibu. And there's been mandatory and, you know, like, hey, you should think about evacuating um, areas. And I'm always fascinated when you hear these and you hear people talk about, no, I'm not going to leave. No, I have no, I I don't, I'm going to stay in my home. And I can understand the desire to want to be in your home, like protect your assets. But at some point you got to go, it's just a home.
4: Yeah. Yeah. And like, uh, okay, when someone wants to wait out a hurricane or I guess like a more water natural disaster, you could be like, oh, I'm going to board stuff up. I, you know, I'm going to, whatever, stay on the second floor. Like, whatever in your mind to rationalize, I'm going to stay with my stuff. But with a fire, like, it doesn't matter. If your home catches on fire, then you're dead. You're going to burn to death. There is no way out.
0: Right. Understand that the people that fight these fires carry a bag with them should they get cornered and stuck that they can get in that gives them a... Understand this phrase, a chance of survival. Not survival, Mm -hmm. a chance of survival. So even they know there's a good chance that that's how unpredictable it is.
4: Right. So you not evacuating.
0: Your garden hose ain't going to do S.
4: Right. And especially if everything um, to the north, south, east, and west of your garden hose is on fire. You can't, you know what I'm saying? It's not like. That's what's going to fight it. Because if it was that easy, then that's what would stop the fire.
0: Uh, and the amount of people that... And when you, where do you go? There, there, there's no and hotel.
4: I, I always heard... Like, anytime there's been a fire in California, I, the, you, you hear interviews and stuff of, like, what people did. And I could never understand, like, how it is so hard to get out until... I saw it happen on the Real Housewives show. And they talk about, <laughs> Denise Richards talks about when her, um, when the fires hit, she lives in Malibu too, when they hit last time, about how quickly um, it went, how quickly the fires jumped, and they really felt like they were outrunning fire. But then all the traffic that was trying to get out, that it created this like cluster. And now they literally thought they were going to die because they couldn't get off the road, and there was too many people on the road To be able to escape the fire. So by you not like evacuating and waiting, then you're taking your chances. And also you got to, I guess, account for traffic of everybody else is trying to get out too. on
0: top of regular traffic
4: on top of regular traffic. Right. And
0: that's in Southern California, In Northern California, like one hundred and eighty thousand people have been forced to evacuate because of a fire.
4: Oh, my God. The logistics of that.
0: Oh, there are no logistics. No. No, 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 I mean... It's, it's chaos. It's just chaos.
4: Right. But I I guess I meant by that... To me, that's but why you you had, t- when
0: they give you the earliest warning to do so, you act. Because you don't want to be stuck in traffic.
4: Right. I was thinking about, like, if right now, they're like, hey, you got to go. You got to leave your house, whatever, go grab your kids, grab your boyfriend, grab your other, and and get out of there, where would you go? Would you have enough money to last you at a hotel? How long would that money last you that you currently have access to? Like, I mean that logistically, if you don't, right. if you don't have any family in the area, like if we had to leave Tulsa, like where would you then go? And you have anybody that's, that you could go stay with in a three hour radius of here. Yeah. And how, if not, how long could you last with the money that's in your bank account?
0: Well, see, like you have to think of it a little bit differently. You wouldn't have to go three hours away. The chance of a fire overcoming the whole city, right, would be is insane. Yeah. Now, it would be like you've got to go to a place that isn't near you. So, for example, like if there was one where you live and you were like, because I, you and I don't live near each other at all, right? You, you have to lean on people and they have to help you. You have to be there for people. <laughs> you have to. That's a rare, crazy event. And if you're like, oh, I got insurance, they'll cover the hotel. Mm, yeah. Maybe in in
4: four months.
0: At best. Yeah.
4: But not at that minute. I mean, not at that moment. To
0: to me, the prudent question you're asking is how much can you, how long do you think you can survive on the savings? Right. Because you've got to go back Mm. to work.
4: Yeah. No, you're completely right. And I was just thinking with like the Malibu thing, like they all couldn't go back to their home. And even though it was like in the same town, a lot of them who are already rich, doesn't matter, had to stay at a hotel for like two or three weeks because they weren't allowed to go back to their house because it wasn't safe yet and for whatever reason they just weren't letting people in maybe they were still getting fires out or there was biohazard i'm not sure but they were talking about not being able to go back home for a couple of weeks so even if i were to stay with you how long would you allow me to stay at your house if i couldn't go back home for three weeks
0: yeah and then i mean it would be uncomfortable like i it would suck i I wouldn't be like the highlight of my life Mm -hmm. (laughs) but you also don't get to just sit on your ass and wait
4: what else am I supposed to
0: do? The fire's not going to burn for <laughs> for three weeks, right? Uh, no, in I, your area, yeah. Right, so it would be after that. It's start figuring out what to do, right? Mm-hmm. I, and but if you're staying at my house, you get you get four weeks before I start going. So what's the plan?
5: Four weeks is yes. a good run. That's a that's a month. That is plenty enough time.
0: for Only you to because get it, yeah, and only because of this. Mm-hmm. If it was just your personal home. mm-hmm. And like you had an accidental fire in your home and it burned down, you wouldn't get four weeks from me.
4: This is a oh, natural wow. disaster. You would
0: get a week. Yes, because the, the, to, the, the logistics to problem solve that is so immense that you're in, you're in a line right. waiting and to get help.
4: If it was your own personal house, that you're not wouldn't in a exist. line. Yeah. Okay. All right.
0: There'd be no reason for it to take four weeks. Yeah.
4: And with. In
0: terms of a solution, you theoretically, the way that I understand how insurance works, is that if your house burns down they should be able to help you get into a temporary housing situation Mm -hmm. within seven days
4: okay i didn't know that
0: give or take one way or the other depending on your insurance level and what i mean by that is either a hotel a short-lived stay hotel an apartment right fema camp whatever (laughs) but in this situation Let's say they can get you in temporary housing. Well, where? Because they're trying to put how many people in temporary housing. Mm-hmm. So to me, like four weeks is understandable.
4: And, okay. And so I didn't even think about this, but even if you were to be able to allowed to go back to your home, if you don't have a home to go to, like if your house literally burns to the ground, yeah. then what do you do?
0: You start over. But again, you've got to work. The insurance helps put you up in a temporary thing. Sometimes they're like, we'll give you a hotel for... Six months, a home is going to take much longer than six months to build. Yeah. At best, in the perfect utopian scenario, you could get it done in six months, but that's just logistically damn near yeah. impossible. Yeah.
5: Right.
10: Just it's get not like the, the day the fire
0: ends, they're going to start building the next day. Right. Oh, there's,
5: there's cleanup. There's debris, all that yeah. stuff. Just yeah.
0: clearing the area to make sure it's, you know, ready to build a home is one thing. Mm-hmm. So,
4: and then you've got neighbors that are doing the same yeah. thing too. So it's not just you. Yeah.
0: There are a lot of people that take the money and buy a trailer and just put a trailer on the property and live in a trailer for while the home's being built, Oh, but, okay. but you're talking two years at best before you're back to a normal life. Oh, for sure. For God, sure.
4: that is crazy.
0: And then put on top of if you have kids and, and if your cars got burned up and all that stuff.
4: Right, or if their school got burned up, and then what do you go next?
0: Yeah, they they have to figure out where your kids go to school, and daycares, and it's, it's a, it is a, much like any catastrophe or natural disaster, it, there's some major logistics that have to be figured out. Man. And this is why
5: everyone should have a fully funded three to six month emergency fund. At least that's what the text message says.
0: Yeah, that sounds great. In yeah. a utopian world. Absolutely. Well, because things when, like roofs leak mm-hmm. and check engine light comes out on your car or right. your kid breaks their arm, right? Or you found out you have a kid that you haven't known you had. I mean, just <laughs> life is rarely a straight line. Mm-hmm.
4: Oh, I, I think probably with what I have in my savings now that like, like if an emergency were to happen, what I have accessible to me, maybe a month if I had to do it all by myself. Yeah. Maybe here's, a month.
0: Here's one for you. You're going to love this. You still got to pay your mortgage. Yeah, right, right.
4: Oh they don't, my god, they don't forgive
5: the debt. I nope.
4: totally forgot about that.
5: But your insurance eventually will pay part but of it. But until they yeah, do, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. you, you still have, have to, to pay it yeah. or
4: your car payments, yeah, yep.
5: all that stuff. If
4: you're not even using it, if it just the tires melted to your driveway, doesn't matter.
0: Yep, yep, yep.
5: yep oh, yep. you're you right. To. I didn't
4: think about that. That's that is that's so stressful.
0: Yeah, your stress goes from normal every day, we're all stressed to. Mm. Oh my God! I need stock and whiskey <laughs> for real.
4: <laughs> so for so, how long right now, something bad would happen? Could you survive
0: financially mm-hmm. without working anymore? Right. Yeah. Um. Not very long. Not very long.
4: Yeah. Not like what you have access to. Like, oh, I could sell this. I could sell that. Not that. No, just you're talking right cash now. on yeah. hand. Yeah. yeah losing yeah. everything. A this, month. This happened. A month and a half. Yeah, I I think I'd probably only last two three weeks by that's myself w- without Jeff.
0: Yeah, that's why you got to lean on people. How about you, Gimpy? Uh, I get you. I, I buy lunch. <laughs> I lunch. Yeah, you got to <laughs> lean on people, and people should be understand that. And places like the Red Cross and other places yeah. do help out to facilitate some of that stuff. But ultimately, no, you're you're you just became it's ramen time.
5: Stop. Ramen time.
0: Yeah, for sure.
4: <laughs> oh, that makes it sound fun, Gimpy. No, it doesn't.
0: <laughs> the word ramen never sounds fun. Ever. For
5: oh, real. You can't put it anywhere in any sense and be like, this is okay. Stop. Ramen sex. Ramen no. time.
0: Ramen pizza. No. There's no way ramen ever sounds fun. Uh, we got to take a break. We'll be back.
6: Tulsa's morning show is coming right back. The Big Man Morning Show. Tulsa's rock station. 97.5 KMOD.
0: Good morning, it's the Big Man Morning Show. Uh, I know people bring this up, but there's something that's been bothering me and I'm so I'm bringing it up kind of a non-traditional way, but I saw we put this up uh, on the on the Facebook a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. about candy corn. I didn't realize people think candy corn is garbage. like it, they don't they think it's horrible. Do you guys not like candy corn?
4: I hate candy corn.
0: I, no, I, I like it. It's not
5: my favorite candy. I will eat it, but here's the deal. You can only do so much. Like some candy, you can really just go ham on it, right? Blum, lum, lum, lum. Snickers, Skittles, stuff like that. With candy corn and those little orange pumpkins, you know what I'm talking yeah. about. Same flavor. It's pretty just, much the same, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can only do, like, maybe a a handful of
0: that, and then I'm good for, like, a week. Why is it trash?
4: I just hate it. It's, uh, I don't like the consistency of it, and I just...
0: You don't like the consistency of candy?
4: No, of candy corn.
0: Right, uh, it's candy. It's got the consistency of candy. I don't understand. This is the part I don't really understand. Yes. It, I'm just looking to you to explain. I hate it. I don't give a crap, but <laughs> I'm just trying to understand yeah, what's I, so bad about it.
4: I just, I don't like the consistency. It doesn't have anything flavor-wise. What? It's, it's got I mean, a candy
0: corn flavor.
4: Yeah, but okay, if you were just to bite the white part or the orange part, it, they, it all tastes the same. There's yeah. no difference. Right, because it's
0: candy corn. It's, it's, it's not... Yeah. You know, a Neapolitan candy. Yeah,
5: it's, it's just painted sugar.
4: It's, yeah, I just, it's gross. It's mealy. I don't like it's it. It's mealy. Yeah.
0: It's mealy. As in grainy.
4: Yeah. Huh.
0: Okay. Never. To huh. me, it reminds me of, like, the uh, nougat of a candy bar. Okay.
4: Yeah. It's it tastes not nougaty. Huh. <laughs> okay. Nougaty kind of tastes almost chocolatey-ish, I guess. Okay. Yeah, and...
0: To me, a nougatty has like a molasses flavor. Okay.
4: Yeah, I just don't like it. Huh.
0: I, it, You know what it really reminds me of? And one of my favorite candies that I know a lot of people hate? Circus Peanuts. Goddamn right. I'm sorry. I get a little excited. Do, love do you like some, those? I do love me some no Circus kidding. Peanuts. No Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, Y'all can this. share. Right. No. No way, dude. No. Not share my Circus here's Peanuts. Here's the thing about Circus Peanuts. It's like gummy bears. You got to squeeze the bag first. For real, because if they're hard, just they are put, not good. No, they've been
5: there for too long. But if they've got a little like a sponge, yeah, all right, you don't want it too hard, you yeah. don't want it too soft, just a perfect amount of fluff to come back, and that is that is it. But well, just like candy corn, you know, I'll eat a whole bag of those circus peanuts one sitting boom because I'm a huge fat ass, but then I'll be good for you know a while. God, I'm there, bear- long while
4: you could get a 20 pound. Bulk case for sixty six dollars and seventy five cents. That sounds
0: insane. <laughs> I have no desire to have a case. I'm like gimpy. I could sit. I can't eat a whole bag of candy corn. I could eat a whole bag of circus peanuts. Easy. To me, they're like a sophisticated marshmallow. <laughs> That's true. I'm not kidding. It's like That's a true. marshmallow. It's like it's like a Moscow mule's a gin and tonic on steroids. Like it's just it's a reinvention of something. It's an elevated. Culinary piece of art. It's a fancy really. marshmallow. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> a fancy marshmallow. They are delicious.
4: Cousin's eat marshmallows. I have. Do you like circus peanuts? peanuts? No. Yuck. With all the other old
5: people food you like, you would think this would be on your all list. All the other peanuts you've had. That's <laughs> like <laughs> awful
7: day for the Sooners up in Kansas State on a Saturday, in which we saw Oklahoma lose and their 22 game road winning streak snapped as well. It was a combination of multiple things, including bad game played by Kenneth Murray. The offense never seemingly getting into a rhythm after they had that early 10-0 lead, and Kansas State dominating the time of possession over 38 minutes and holding the football, which has caused the Sooners that loss. They fall to number 10 in the AP poll. No game for them this weekend as they have their second open week of the season. We'll talk more about the Instant replay on the onside kick later this afternoon on 1430 The Buzz. San Francisco 49ers moved to 7-0, and only for the second time in franchise history. Behind Nick Bosa and Tevin Coleman made some history during yesterday's game as uh, Tevin Coleman became one of the highest-rated players for the 49ers in the seven-game streak at running back that they've had since 1990, and that's the last time that this team was 7 oh. J.J. Watt done for the year after tearing his pec muscle after a win over the Oakland Raiders. Chiefs fall 31-24 last night on Sunday Night Football to the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers, 305 yards and three touchdowns. Vikings, excuse me, uh, the Packers go to 7-1. It will be the Vikings for the Chiefs on next Sunday. Tom Brady threw for 259 yards. They beat the Browns 27-13 to remain undefeated. Bill Belichick wins 300th game of his coaching career. Astros win 7-1 to on the road at the Washington Nationals in the World Series. They now lead the series three games to two after sweeping all the games on the road and outscored the Nationals 19-3 in those three matchups. And finally, Tiger Woods Goes to Japan mainly because of sponsor responsibilities, and never thought that he would win. And he finished off the final round of the Zozo Championship on Monday to win his 82nd career PGA title, matching a 54-year-old record long ago credited to Sam Snead, who notched his final victory of the Hall of Fame career at age 52 in 1965. That's False the Wall Sports. Jeremy Poplin, 97.5.
3: <laughs>
0: Good morning, it's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 829 45 Joining us in the studio like he does on Mondays after 9 o'clock is Jeff Hensley of Hensley & Associates. If you need help with a divorce or spousal support or maybe you're looking for guardianship or maybe even as simple as you want to change the last name of your child, Jeff can help with that or anybody in his firm can. And he's in the studio. Good morning, Jeff. Hey, good morning. So the first one we have for people today is an email that came in. You can email show at kmod.com or you can call it 460-KMOD and ask Jeff your question. Uh, It says, I have a son who's 18, a senior in high school, and moved out of his mom's house. His mother called DHS and told him he moved out. This stopped my CS payments. The judge then reinstated the order at the same amount to go for arrears. DHS then sent me to garnishment and is taking $100 per check out of this case, raising my CS $200 more per month. Is there any way I can fight this? This is a substantial blow for my family. I don't understand how they can raise my CS $200 more per month. I do owe arrears, my fault, and I accept that, but I've been current for over 13 years and paid $50 extra a month for arrears.
10: Well, I mean, here's the interesting thing, and and what's not in there, is they don't just willy-nilly change these things, okay? You get a letter in the mail. They say, look, there's going to be a review hearing. It's going to be on this date. You need to bring these documents, blah, 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 blah. And you show up on that hearing date at the administrative office at DHS. A chance to argue it. Right, right. Or at least, I mean, when you're talking about arrearages only, okay, there's a lot of things that can be taken into consideration. there, But, I mean, they don't just out of the blue change it. So he had to receive a letter at some point, um, or they tried to serve him or something like that. If he gives us a call, we can definitely get this straightened out for him and find out what's going on and, and potentially get that arrearage payment lowered back down. Um, so that he's not drowning. Uh, But we need to find out exactly what's going on. So So what you're saying is that's a post thing that happened. Like we're now past that stage, so we'd have to go back and try to, what, open the case back up? Well, um, yeah, and and negotiate with DHS and and really find out, did they properly serve him? Did they have an old address? What happened? Why did this this happen? Why did he not get noticed? If he did get noticed, what happened? So there's ways to help... uh, achieve the goal that he wants it's just that we need to get in there and find out you you're never going to be able to find those things out by yourself you need an attorney to do that
0: uh this is an email question that came in if you have a question for jeff make sure that you send a text over or call at 460-KMOD uh it says good morning i have a question i have two kids that i have full custody of and the biological mother is supposed to have supervised visitation on saturdays from 11 to 1 but she has let me know that she's going to she is She has to let me know she's going to be there by Thursday at five. She also has two other kids with another guy. I found out a couple of weeks ago that she dropped her kids off at her ex-boyfriend's sister's house and signed her rights away the next day. And she hasn't seen my kids since April and I'm not sure that there's anything we can do. She hasn't texted. she hasn't called. She's $40,000 behind on child support. I'm curious if there's anything that could be done or is it just one of those? See what she
10: does. Let's, well, okay. Let's, so let's um, these are starting to sound so familiar. These <laughs> right, cases. right. It's, it's a common theme. Um, let's unpack this a little bit. There's quite a few things in there. Number one, uh, the kids with the other guy. Unless that guy is married, he, she can't just sign over her rights. It doesn't work that way. Um, and, and if she did, what happens is is you have to take you have to take that mother before a judge. Um, you have to ask a ton of questions, this, that, and the other, put it on the record. So I, I doubt that she just signed her rights away. That's probably a misconception of what happened. But having said that, with this guy that who is written in, um, is married, we could look at doing a step-parent adoption uh, simply because the mother has failed to maintain a substantial relationship with that child and obviously has failed, failed to pay child support. So we could terminate her rights through a step-parent adoption if this guy is married and uh, terminate mom's rights and make her go away forever. There's, You can't force... I mean, even a judge can't force somebody to be a parent. I mean, I I remember one time I had somebody come to me and they said, well, can we file a contempt for them not using their visitation? Well, yeah, you can, but what's the end goal? What's your remedy? Meaning, what's going to do? The judge, find them in contempt, and then what? Say, shame on you, you need to start using your visitation. Judges can't force people to use their visitations. They just can't. I mean, there's... The court is very limited in that aspect. Somebody has to want to be a parent or be involved in their kid's life, and if they don't want to, then yeah, it sucks for the kid royally. I totally understand that, but you, you know, court can't force them to go to a visitation.
0: Right. They they can't force um, uh, them to do the right thing. Right. And but they can force them to pay to play, as you like to say. Right.
10: Absolutely. I mean, if there's a forty thousand dollar and and there's not an adoption that we can do, let's go after child support now. This is where we get into, does she have a job, does she not have a job? I mean, if somebody is a strung out drug addict or alcoholic and they don't work and there's no way, or they jump jobs all the time because they're getting fired right and left, some of those people become judgment proof to a certain degree for a while simply because they're not working. So until they get themselves straight and they get their stuff together and get everything going the way they should, then it's one of those things, it's going to be hard to get that child support. There's two things that always are beaming lights. That you
0: have educated uh, us on, and one of uh, lots of things, but two for me that are bright and shiny. One of them is just because you're a male and you have a kid doesn't mean it's your kid in the state's eyes. Correct. That if you're unless you're married is the only way that that ever uh, they see in this that it's your kid. You need to go to court if you have a child out of wedlock to have any rights as a father. Correct in Oklahoma. that's, That's specific just to the state. And then the other one is you can't just sign rights away. It doesn't work that way. It is a
10: process that has to happen in front of a judge, right? right? And, you know, it used to be that way. And I think that's where a lot of confusion comes in because you talk to somebody who did it 20, 25 years ago, and it was on the books back then. But the state legislature did away with that. Our legislature historically has always been, at least recently especially, about, you know, parents need to be involved in their kid's life. So did we have that as a statute at some point? Yes, we did. Other states still do. We do not now. And so that's the important thing. The only two ways to get rights terminated are through a deprived child action, okay, in a juvenile court setting, or through an adoption.
0: 918-460-KMOD, 918-460-KMOD. This says, my ex-husband has had custody of our three children since February of 2010. He gained custody because it was the beginning of a 10-month incarceration when he filed for divorce. We have went to court one time since then, and I was given a set visitation. I have not been able to afford an attorney to take him back to court. He has known substance problems. My kids are now almost 16 and 14 and 13. They just started living with him Easter Sunday. Prior to that, they lived next door with his mother, who basically runs the show. My children have told all of us that they want to live with me. Question is... What happens if they come for the weekend with me and just refuse to go back?
10: I hate this question. I know. I love this question because I know you hate it. Well, and the reason I hate it is because, all right, let me first and foremost say, we as attorneys cannot tell you to violate an order, okay? A court order is a court order, all right? Having said that, teenagers kind of do whatever the hell they want to do, all right? They just do. I mean, Let's take out the the legal fact. I mean, yeah, they just do whatever they want to do, right? I mean, we were all teenagers. We remember what it was like. Um, the job of the parent that is a non-custodial parent, obviously, would be to encourage the children to go back to dad and try to take them back to dad. Um, but you can't force a 16-, 14-, and 13-year-old kid to get in a car. I mean, you can try. Um, but, you know, especially since most kids are way taller than their parents and bigger than their parents, um, it's just not going to happen. So... Um, the safe answer here is your job is to return the children. You can't force them to get in a car though. So more than likely what's going to happen at some point is that the custodial parent is probably going to go get a writ of assistance to go get those kids brought back, all right? Um, unless the parents work something else out. She really needs to get, I mean, you can't continue to do that all the time, obviously. So she obviously needs an attorney to go in there, and we need to modify visitation find out and custody, obviously, if he is, in fact, having the issues that uh, she claims he is. Now, with kids living with grandma, it makes me wonder, was there a guardianship at some point? Or did he just dump them off there? That would be an interesting fact to find out, uh, because that could be used against him in the long run if needed to be. But with that being said, to answer your question, you've got to follow an order. It's your responsibility to do so. If you don't, kids will do what they want. But understand, there may be a cop knocking on your door the next day asking for those kids to come home. You
0: you say so, You've said something before, and it's a. I think it's a really great line, and that is, you have a responsibility to encourage your kids to participate, and with the other parent,
10: right? And that's. That goes, I, I'm paraphrasing. You say it differently, Right, right, right. But it No, no that, 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 that's fact. a good. That's a good paraphrasing. And, and the thing about it is, is that that's typically for the custodial parent, the person who has custody of the child. The non-custodial parent. I mean, you still have a responsibility to <coughs> Sorry, uh, to um, return those children and to send it back to that parent. If you truly think that they're in some sort of immediate irreparable harm because let's say dad is you know, buzzed out of his mind all the time because he's high on cocaine or meth or whatever it may be, let's go get an emergency custody order, not just hold the kids and say, well, they don't want to come back. I mean, there are different options that you can use that, won't violate the system
0: michael is on he has a question for jeff michael you're on with jeff hensley of hensley and associates
10: hey how's it going guys good. good morning um
8: i've got a child with my fiance
0: okay
3: she's
8: almost a year old um i know that as of now i don't have any legal rights to her right child. once we get married will i have them then or will i still have to file a paternity suit?
10: you know typically what happens that now how old is the child did you say she's uh, almost a year old Typically, what happens once you're married to that person, it kind of seals itself at that point. Because if you guys were to get divorced, we would say that there was one child of the marriage who's X years old, that kind of thing. So it kind of solves itself at that point. Does that make sense? Hello? Uh, <laughs> I lost you. A second. I said that it kind of, when you get married, it kind of solves itself. You No, you do not have to go back and file a separate paternity action.
8: Okay. All right. Thanks, man. Thanks, it kind of it cures sir.
10: itself um, when you do that. Um, it's very common that that happens. But, you know, if you don't get married, then obviously we need to do a paternity case. So, right on. Michael, have a great day. Uh, you guys too. All right. See you later. Uh, a couple of texts for clarification. Can you clarify the writ
0: of assistance that you mentioned?
10: Sure. A writ of assistance is where you go to the court and say, look, so and so has the kid and they're not supposed to have the child, whether that be the other parent or somebody else or whatever it may be. It's, it's a document that says, okay, Kids should be returned to the custodial parent. They're not giving the whoever has the child is not giving the child up. You get the writ of assistance signed, and then they go and uh, take you take it to the sheriff. The sheriff then sends somebody out to go pick up the child. Once they have the child, they'll call you and say, "Hey, meet me at Quick Trip on the corner of such and such. I've got your child. I'll meet you there in 20 minutes or whatever it may be." So it's a it's a document that allows the police to go out and pick up the child and bring the child back to the person who's supposed to have the kid.
0: How does a judge see that a writ of assistance has been used? They are the ones that have to sign it, so they're usually not very happy that they had to basically force their their word, well, right? It's
10: not, yeah, I mean, it's not um, it's, it's not something they're pl- happy about. That's for sure. I mean, I would if I were a judge, I would find it annoying, and I would also find this fact that that parent who isn't following the order obviously there's something wrong and needs to be addressed. So yeah, I, I don't I don't think judges like it. Um, it's definitely not the way you want to handle things because when those cops go out, they put them in the back of the police car. Now, Tulsa County has an, a specific unit that goes out and does these things to pick up kids, and and they're not uh, they're not what I would call your. St- I, I don't think it's your standard police unit. Okay, so it's not like it's it's got uh, weird seats in the back and all that kind of right. stuff. They're easy to clean off and whatnot. I mean, they give them boys and all that to make it as easy a transition as possible, but not every county is that way. So, you know, if in a smaller county, they may be thrown in the back of a regular patrol unit, um, and that's kind of a scary thing for little right. kids. You know, you don't want to put your kid through that if you don't have to.
0: It's taking something to making it a 10 for everybody.
10: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, just... For the judge, don't for you, stupid. for your kids, like everybody. Yeah, don't be stupid. If, you, if, if the kid needs to go back, the kid needs to go back. If you, the kid's in danger... Call an attorney. Let's go get an emergency custody order.
0: Somebody said, uh, what should I bring for a show cause hearing for a PO for a domestic harassment if cops weren't called? Say that one more time. What should I bring for a show cause hearing for a
10: PO for a domestic and harassment if cops were not called? Well, any evidence. I mean, text messages, uh, those were used quite a bit. Emails, those kind of things. Anybody that was present during the altercation anybody that uh, specifically heard or saw anything between the two parties. Otherwise, it really just boils down to the two of you. Now, if you've made a police report, um, you want to definitely bring a copy of that um, so you can show the judge, especially on a harassment deal. Uh, But, yeah, the main thing is it's really just going to be testimony. Your word against theirs. I mean, there's not POs or how can I put this about POs? POs are it, I don't mean that badly I'm, try, I'm just trying to think of a formula because protective orders are meant to be a good thing I think a lot of times they're way overused um, and a lot of times people will file these things and just not show up and they'll just be dismissed and so it's, it's kind of a waste of everybody's time and money as far as the, the, the uh, county's concerned but with that being said um, anything anything paper text messages anything you've got people whatever it may be but otherwise it's just your word against theirs and it's Verbal testimony.
0: I I will say this from my personal experience, that if you go to a protective order show cause hearing uh, and you go without an attorney, you are going to get steamrolled. Usually. Not not intentionally. The process moves very fast, and the judge, in my experience, has been not exceptionally tolerant
10: for not being able to keep up with the process. Correct. Irritated might be a better word. Well, and the thing is, is if you're going to represent yourself okay, you are expected to be the same as any other attorney. And, that's, and the judge will tell you that if you proceed pro se, you will be held to the same standard as any attorney, meaning you know, you've got to know the law, you've got to know this, you've got to know that, you've got to act appropriately. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it can be very difficult, and that's why you don't want to do these things without an attorney. And I, I know this sounds like it's a plug just for hiring somebody, but it's not. It's really about protecting your rights, and uh, your children and your children's rights and things like that. So,
4: like, if anyone came into whatever job you're doing and is like, "Oh, I got this," your boss would, you know, hold them to the same standard right, right. as your other workers. So right. it makes sense in that industry too. Yeah, yeah.
0: exactly. So, you and know. I've seen the steamroll happen. Uh, I went with an attorney and I watched it happen. Right. And it was important for me to have somebody because I didn't want my emotions to get triggered. Right. And to me, that was the biggest benefit was. I wasn't going to get baited into some ridiculous conversation and that my attorney handled everything. And right. I think it's important if you're going for something like a P.O., which can cause a lot of problem for some people, not just with that partner or the kid's parents or the kid's um, baby mama or baby daddy, but your work. It can right. cause some problems. Exactly. And so uh, to me, it's not worth not having an attorney. And that's where Jeff can come in helpful or anybody in the in the law firm. Uh, Eric is on has a question about divorce. Eric, you're on with Jeff Hensley of Hensley and Associates.
2: Yeah, i got a quick question. Um, Divorce finalized uh, 10, 11 months ago. Quadro in place with my 401k provider now for 9, 10 months. Um, 401k provider contacted X three or four times. Employer has contacted X several times, and she will not do anything. So she has all this money sitting there and will not move it to her account. What is the timeline on that because it is tying up my 401k um, to move it into my personal IRA since I'm no longer with that employee.
10: You know, what's interesting about your question is most most groups like that just send them a check. I mean, if the Quadra says to divide it up in a certain percentage, whatever it may be, or she gets a certain amount, they just cut the check and mail it out. What are they expecting her to do Exactly.
2: Uh, in the quadro, it says they need. She needs to provide them their her personal IRA number.
10: Does she even they have an IRA? her account. Well, oh she... yes,
2: yes she has plenty of them. Yes.
10: <laughs> okay. Well, I didn't know that. Most people don't. So that yeah. at least in my experience. So, is there a timeline? There's really not. Simply because. It's money that she's awarded. Now, is she being a pain in the butt? Absolutely. I mean, what you can do is, what we would want to do is we'd want to basically haul her back in front of the judge to force her to give the IRA number so that we could send it to the Quadro processor and get it done. I mean, that's why you don't want to wait around. I mean, that's why I say there's really no timeline per se. I mean, there's nothing that just times out. You've got to get back in front of the judge and haul her back in front and so that judge can force her to say, okay, give us an IRA number so we can get this completed.
2: So again, it cost me more in legal fees or whatever just to make her do, to get her money. Then right?
10: Yeah, but at that point you can also have your you know have the attorney. Uh, we can ask for the fees associated with having to do that because you shouldn't okay. have to drag her back in front of a judge to get a stupid number for her right. to do what she was ordered to do. Right? Exactly. Exactly. Right. Okay. Good luck, Eric. you. Right, thank give you. Good call. luck.
0: Jason has a question about custody. Jason, you're on with Jeff Hensley of Hensley and Associates.
8: Uh, yes, Jeff. Um, I have uh, I had joint custody with my ex-wife. I was a custodial parent. She just recently passed away. Is there anything I need to file
10: no. with the court no. other than Social Security? No, I mean, you'll need to file for those kind of things, yeah. But as far as custody is concerned, it automatically reverts to you completely, so you don't have to worry about that. Okay. Very good. Jason, good luck.
0: Thank you. Thank you. See you later. Uh, a couple texts, and then we'll wrap this up. And it says, if I'm in the middle of a divorce, do I still need to file taxes as married and together?
10: Is that a tax law question or it's a family a, law no, question? No, it's a family law question. Well, it's both, but I, well, it depends, okay? And that's the that's famous lawyer answer, right? It depends. Um, if you're in the middle of a divorce, and it depends on when it was filed. Say, for example, as we're as far late into the year as we are, October. And let's say you just filed today and you've been together the entire year, all right? You would want to file married filing jointly because you've been there for so You've been together for so long for the year, okay? You want to take advantage of that. Right. It's
0: about the year, not your current status. Correct. So, Very for
10: refreshing. example, let's say you file in March for a divorce and you guys are separated in March. You would not file married filing jointly because you weren't together for at least half the year. You would file married filing separately at that point. So it just depends on when the filing is and how long you guys were together for the year.
0: Uh, this is another one. We know the answer, but I think there's an important part at the end that okay. uh, Jeff will want to give some answers on. If a father's name is listed on the birth certificate, does that give him any rights to the child? He hasn't been involved on a steady basis since
10: birth. The answer is no. Doesn't give him any rights. We were just talking about this earlier. I think we talk about it every time, which is good to reiterate. But... Um, until he goes and files a paternity action, there's no rights. He can't have visitation or or he can't demand visitation, I should say. I mean, mom has sole custody until dad does something about it. If mom wants him to, that's fine. I'd like to know the age of the child. Let's say the kid's five years old. The reason the age is important is simply because, let's say he does file something. Now we're talking about, well, what kind of visitation is he going to have? I mean, the court's never going to just dump the kid in the, short, or in the deep end of the pool. So what's going to happen is, is that, you know, there's going to be reconciliation therapy long before he can have any kind of unsupervised visits uh, to bring the child back slowly to this guy being around and those kind of things. So, so um,
4: like whether he's a good dude or not doesn't really matter. They just have to have supervised visits and well, like take okay. the steps.
10: Well, okay. So here's the thing. It's interesting you should use, use that term because let's say he is a good guy. You would assume the two parties are going to get along. And at which point they can do whatever they want with visitation, but let's say he's a good guy and they don't like each other. I mean, that's probably the far more common thing is you've got two people that just don't get along. Both are probably good people, but they just don't get along for whatever reason. If he's not been in that child's life for a number of years, he's going to have to have some sort of, you know, gentle bringing himself back into this kid's life, which would be reconciliation therapy. So, um, you know, you do that for a little bit and you step up to, you know, Maybe some supervised visits, and then after that, unsupervised visits, and then a regular schedule after that. And especially with young kids, you know, you you haven't seen in a long time, you want to do that very slowly because it can be very confusing and very troublesome for young kids. Uh, this text says, I
0: got steamrolled in my divorce because I didn't have an attorney don't want you to have to send a text like that to us, so make sure you call Jeff, and Jeff will help you out. He's even got options for the person that texts in. If maybe they are a good dude, there's some things you can do since they haven't been involved within five years to uh, make sure they'll never get that opportunity. So why not call Jeff at least to get a free consultation over the phone, and you can call him at 398-5692, 398-5692 for Hensley & Associates, and make sure you mention KMOD in the morning show. He'll give you a free consultation over the phone. What do you have to lose to call and ask some questions to understand more about your situation maybe you'll find out some facts that you've been fed a bunch of who nanny right. that maybe <laughs> jeff there's, can there's uh, no dumb, out.
10: there's no dumb questions
0: just the ones not asked okay, okay there you go 398-5692 for hensley and associates jeff have a great week hey, you too thanks I'll, we'll be back
6: tulsa's morning show the big man morning show the assault continues next 97.5 KMOT.
0: Good morning, it's the Big Man Morning Show. I'm going to go through a couple things here. Uh, we're going to be out at Lady Jane's tonight from 5 to 7, giving free haircuts. Woo-hoo! Lady Jane's Haircuts for Men is at 101st Memorial in front of the Target in South Tulsa. So 5 to 7, come by, get your free haircut. Um, Val Kilmer, you know who that is, Sam?
4: Yeah, wasn't he Batman.
0: He was a Batman. He was also in The Doors. He was uh, Doc Holliday in uh, Tombstone. I mean, oh, he's, yeah, done, yeah. he's done. He's done. He's a great actor, right? Wing Top Maverick, secret. you could be my wingman. There you day. go. Uh, Top secret. Fantastic movie if you've ever seen that. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, I just sent you a picture. He is not well. He does not. He's only fifty nine, but he looks not healthy. Oh, like. It, he looks like a a lady, like an old lady. <laughs>
4: oh, buddy.
5: He, uh, yeah, he used to be he used to be like the sex symbol of the '90s. You would say that, wouldn't you? One yes. of them, anyway. He was a sex symbol. Yeah,
4: yeah,
0: but I don't know what he's. He, I think he's had throat cancer. If mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So he must have some sort of surgery, or maybe he has one of those um, holes in his throat, mm. and so that's why he wears the scarf now. I don't know, like a tracheotomy or something yeah. like that. So my grandma had one when she had throat cancer. Mm-hmm. She had one and uh, she put wore like she didn't do a scarf like that. Nice. She just literally took a rubber band and tied it around like a piece of cloth, and then just when she would cough or whatever, that little thing would like flap up huh. to uh-huh. catch the phlegm or whatever that was. What? Yeah, right. That's awesome. She was tough as anyway. <laughs> uh, he's writing a um, a a book called uh, "I'm Your Huckleberry," which. Uh, he might not be bad to put on death pool
5: I was just yeah. thinking that same thing you don't think of val killron because I mean, you forget about his throat cancer or whatever and he's still a young dude so you don't think because when we when we do the death pool right we think of ancient Bob doles of the world the ones that are just aching to die God but not so much this guy you don't
0: think of you don't think of Val man yeah he's got a two he's on a, he's in a battle with throat cancer I thought he beat it uh, I don't know if you really ever beat cancer.
5: True statement. True statement. It goes away for a little while, but, you know, it'd be back. If
0: anything, it's in, it's in remission. Mm-hmm. Uh there is a story of these airline pilots uh, that were apparently have gotten in trouble for putting um, cameras in the plane's bathroom. You can't
4: do oh, that. Oh, creepers.
0: I'm just going to go with the assumption in a public bathroom, there's cameras.
5: You think so? I... Like, if I go to the Walmart, right, I understand there's a sign that says shoplifters will be prosecuted, no merchandise inside. But I don't think, I'd like to think that there's not any cameras on the, near the,
0: anywhere. I am less worried about the company mm-hmm. doing it ah, that's the, than an employee. just random citizen. Right. Mm-hmm. It's not, it, we hear these stories more often than not. Mm-hmm. And so if you go into a bathroom wherever and you notice something that doesn't look like it belongs.
4: If there's a teddy bear in there, right. there might be a camera.
0: There's one of those old alarm clocks where the digits roll over. Yeah, it might, Or a pin laying there. Right. To me, it, ah, I just go with the assumption that that's happening.
5: Somebody's always watching everything you do at all times.
0: Well, no, I don't even think that. <laughs> I think it's more of it's, uh, somebody's trying to peep on you. Yeah, there's not pervs out there. There's some there's some this morning on the news. It's called an armadillo and police can take it, put it on a city street and just attach it to like a telephone pole. It's Mm -hmm. a box. Mm hmm. That device then tracks the cars when they come by and their speed. Now, I can't say which car it is, like license plate or anything like that, but gives police valuable information in terms of high traffic times Mm -hmm. and high speeding times. Like if everyone's speeding in that area. Between 5 and 6 on a Thursday, they Mm -hmm. can then put patrol units there at that time. Brilliant. It is brilliant, right? Yeah. That's scary. (laughs) Is it scary? Well, I mean, they know that you're being
5: tracked at all times. If it starts You're not o-
0: being tracked. Well you
5: specifically. Right, right. Not exactly like that. But everything's gotta start somewhere, right? It starts well, I mean, off it- with the small little. We're just checking for high traffic areas and we just want to make sure that nobody's speeding in here. And the next thing you know, they're they're tracking you and everything that you do. Yeah,
0: but they can't <laughs> listen, crazy person. That you can you the device Stramatic. doesn't have a camera, it doesn't put Stramatic. something on your car. Right, right. Like there's no way to track the individual mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that I could tell by watching it. It wasn't to me, a a, a camera at a red light is far more intrusive in terms okay. of privacy than this device. Yeah. And if it makes people safer, I don't know if I have a giant complaint against it.
5: Yeah, is it really going to make people safer, though?
0: I mean, if you think about it. Yeah, if it it, reduces speeding, if you think about it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean. What are you thinking it doesn't make people safer?
5: I'm thinking that uh, people are going to continue to do the same thing. Cops are going to set up their little shop somewhere, right, their little speed trap, and you'll get a couple of people. Okay, cool. Uh, But what happens when the cop's like, all right, cool, we got this. Wait, we got it under control. And then people are right back to doing the exact same thing that they were doing before. So what I'm hearing you say is why even try to work on it? No, yeah, basically. I mean, you can work on it, but yeah, that, you can say that about anything. If,
0: I'm going if, off what you mm-hmm, said. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You oh, yeah, said, yeah.
5: why work on it? Yeah, because people are going to revert back to the way they were. Right. We, so like, just so you're on. implying mm-hmm. then don't work on it. No, that's not what I'm implying. I'm just saying that people are going to go back doing. I'm not saying don't work on it at all. All right, work on it. Just expect it to go right back to the way it was
0: before. To me, this is the biggest argument why there shouldn't be like public hangings and stuff mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. It's not going to, that's not going to deter any crimes. Okay. People will, you're right, people still commit crimes, mm-hmm. but they can't be everywhere at once. True. And so if they can deter it at that time it probably then moves from, you know, uh, you know, 15th to 20th. Right? It just but, bounces around. Yeah, mm-hmm. but either way they're at least they're trying. Yeah, yeah.
4: And do you know where certain speed traps are of like where your route is every day that you now don't speed cuz you know there's a speed trap there?
5: I don't. I don't pay attention to them. Of course I'm not, uh, you know, there aren't any speed traps on my way to work in the morning or on the way home for that fact.
4: Mm-hmm. There's one by my house, and I always am like, oh, be extra, caref- extra careful extra here because mm-hmm. I know that there's one. Well, on my Either-
5: route, I can spot a hypo out a mile before I even come up to him. How? Because you can see him on the side of the road.
0: Yeah, but not all of them are designated. Like, you're not going to see him automatically, and it doesn't necessarily always have to be a pilot patrolman. I mean, any law enforcement, mm-hmm. you can you can detect a, mi- a mile out. Uh, give, okay, miles being ex- ex- exaggerating,
5: but a after good distance <laughs> out. No, not after it's too late. You look ahead like you always do, and you're like, oh, well, okay, look at him. Look at this guy with his motorcycle on the side of the road. What are you pointing that thing at me for? Uh-huh.
4: I see and, you, five o. 0
0: mm mm-hmm. The time I got popped on 169, it was a nondescript car, and it was down a little bit on the off-ramp. Okay. Or the, I guess at that point, the on-ramp. Mm-hmm. And so there is no way to see him. There right. is no way to detect him. Right, right. And I think Sam's right. If there is a, um, if you know where there's one, you will totally mind your P's and Q's at that spot. Hell, those things, those those signs they put up, like this is your speed, slow down. <laughs> yeah. People slow down for them. Some people don't. But right. most people do. How yeah, those work. Can I get it? Most people <laughs> do. that. Yeah. Anyway, interesting. Cameras in your bathrooms. Be careful. We'll take a break. We'll come back find out what everybody learned.
6: More of the Big Man Morning Show is next. 97.5 KMOD.
0: Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 101st and Memorial, right in front of Target in South Tulsa. That's where we'll be today from 5 to 7. Free haircuts from Lady Jane's Haircuts for Men. Again, 101st and South Memorial, right in front of that Target, 5 to 7. Hope you guys come by and say hello and get a free haircut. Find out what everybody learned. Sam, what did you learn today?
4: Uh, People don't listen to me because I'm a woman. Mm? Or it's because I complain. And uh, Gimpy's into road jerky.
0: Uh, Gimpy, what'd you learn today? I learned that I love a
5: good old-fashioned road jerky. And I also learned hashtag cat lives matter.
0: I learned that if you think road jerky is good, you should try turkey jerky. <laughs> and I also learned that Sam doesn't want some <laughs> soft peanuts in her mouth. <laughs>
4: peanuts. 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 <laughs> on the ground.
0: It's Corbin say make sure that dishwasher is loaded right.
4: I'm Stephen Sam and this is her mother.
0: This is Gimpy. Thank you, and thank I'm sorry. You, thank you.
4: You're far too kind. Yeah. Ready?
6: Woo, uh, woo, go. Go. Can I get an encore, do you want more, cooking roll with the Brooklyn
1: boys, so for one last time I need y'all to roar, uh, 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 yeah. uh, now what, what the hell are you waiting, waiting for, after me there should be no more, so for one last time make some noise,
8: enter password, Corbin, new messages,
2: the Big Mad Morning Show, would like to take a minute to thank troops from Oklahoma and all over the United States. These soldiers have sacrificed to give the Big Mad Morning Show the freedom to back like the total douchebags that they are. Total, total douchebag, Total,
9: total, total douchebag, douchebag. douchebag, Total and complete douchebag. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. God bless. Rock and roll! It's over! Ah, sickle Tulsa.
6: <laughs> God bless Tulsa. Judy was boring. Hello. Then, Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com.
4: It's my little escape.
6: Now, Judy's the life of the Party.
4: oh baby
9: mama's bringing home the bacon
6: whoa take it easy judy the chumba life is for everybody so go to chumpacasino.com and play over 100 casino style games join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prices
3: chumpacasino.com no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details